And we got another Cleveland Moto podcast. We are running. We are rolling. We got numbers. We're doing it with parallel recording devices. We're doing a little sample. I hope you guys liked last week's podcast. We did a little tweaking, so hopefully it was more listenable and less horseshit. Now the content was still horseshit, but <laughs> we hope it offended your ear holes less. Uh, but yeah, so we got a big crew today, and we got visitors. So to my left, who you are, what you wrote. I'm Oscar, and I didn't write write anything this week. You didn't write shit all week, did you? I did not. I did not. I'm horrible. Yeah, it's been a slow week. Uh, I'm Chance, and I rode my uh, 06 Boulevard S50. And it's the same bike we saw you riding at AMA Vintage Days, right? Yeah. So the blue one? Yep. Oh, that's cool. Very good. And where'd you ride in from today? Uh, I rode down from Lansing. Lansing, Michigan. Yeah. Hey, all right. Yeah, very cool. You going back tonight or tomorrow? Tomorrow. He's going to stay at our house tonight. Okay. We'll give him the couch and a cat. Might get two. Right. Exactly. Right. (laughs) Just throw the milk ring, he'll bring it back. It's totally cool. And Steve Hoffert and I rode my zero here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've been riding my Africa twin. That's why we didn't hear you. And and then I rode I was riding my Helix too. Oh, you have ridden the Helix. Yeah. You busted it back out, huh? Yeah. That's cool. That thing's just a roach. (laughs) What year is the Helix? It's like a eighty six maybe. This is the one that was like it's OG Helix, but owned by a BMW fetishist. Oh, yeah. And he, yeah. the guy put BMW stickers on it and police oh. interceptor on it and yeah. Betty Boop. It's yeah. some old guy owned owned this bike, and I saw it at the side of the road. So I bought it. So it was like and a seamless <laughs> transition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now another old guy owns it. Uh, <laughs> and so the, just, the best part is when people see it, they're like, that's a nice BMW. And I'm like, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> you're just an idiot. You're an idiot, yeah. and so am I. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Did you just come back into town? Oh, yeah. I've, I've been gone for three weeks. I was yeah. in Speculator, New York. I, somehow, this middle of this week, I knew you weren't in town. Yeah. Speculum. Because Hater. we had a sim in here. <laughs> yeah. And That's right. Wait, there was he a did, sim? We had a, black, we had an RV. <coughs> we yeah. had a black sim RV 250 here, and you didn't materialize. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you didn't buy it. I was like, he's not in... He's, he can't be in radar town. range. That's fucking hilarious. We had a loop convention out there or something? No, we were on vacation. Oh. We took the stem. <laughs> we, took our, we put 1,100 miles, my wife and I together, put 1,100 miles on the stem. In three weeks? Yeah. Just roaming around speculating? Yeah, not every. I mean, it rained almost every day, so we only mm-hmm. rode a few days. How did you get this, uh, the stem out there? I took my ambulance. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping that you would say you took your ambulance. Lights and siren, I hope. Oh, it's, that thing is so awesome. And then, then when my daughter's came up, I had bought all the stuff to turn it into the uh, Umbrella Corporation. Right. So now it's totally decked out. It's a t- it looks like a total, you know, a, a response vehicle. Man. Yeah, for the elf or the uh, uh, Umbrella Corporation. That so. is fantastic. <laughs> so. That's fucking so cool. But fourteen miles to a gallon for such a big vehicle. Right. It's not too bad yeah. with that with that huge yeah. diesel. So. Yeah. And no scooter, no doubt. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I mean, it's easy to pull. Well, up there. That thing's going to get the same mileage if it's empty or loaded. Exactly. With, uh, yeah. Because it's a pounds. brick. <clears throat> yeah. right. it, is a, it is a massive a house moving down the road. And then can we give <laughs> yeah. a shout out to Dakland Radio that's playing this podcast now? Sunday nights at 7 o'clock. Okay. What? Now, yeah. <laughs> I wanted him to tell, I wanted him to tell what? us. What? So explain okay, how so, this happened. So there's a really nice guy up there, that uh, Gary Reinhardt. Okay. And uh, he does trivia night, and he's like, he does everything in the town. He's like, he has like radio shows and like talk <laughs> the mayor barber, and he has yeah. like a uh, like music shows at night. He does everything. <laughs> 
So it does DJ, it does weddings. What? Like, you want to share there, it? But it seems like you have to have like ten jobs in order to like to, to make it. Right. So I was talking to him and I said he was talking about like content and he has only, he had like three shows on his radio station. So I'm like, do you want some it's extra content? Three shows on your podcast. There's nothing to three yeah. shows on your radio station. Yeah. <laughs> we, can fill, <laughs> we can fill two hours every week here. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mentioned to him, I said, hey, we do a podcast and you want to, you, do you need any content on your station? And he's right. like, I'd love to have it. He's like, just I'll pay people a dollar to sing into a can. Is this, is this radio, radio, or is this like like ten meter or something? It's, no, it's like internet radio, but it's oh, still, okay. you know, no, no. Wait, it's still the guy. Does it have an FM frequency? I don't think Can so. Can you pick it up on... I think on... you have to get it on... I think it's like a, we're podcasting on another podcast. Oh, <laughs> we're sub-podcasting. Wow. wow. But you know what? It's, Truckers it's call that so, sideband. It's, it's, it's so like a awesome. Subreddit. Yeah, we've been Because sub-led. the community only has 300 people. Catch us. <laughs> Catch us every Sunday night on 27.195. <laughs> you're, you're syndicated. <laughs> We're <Yeah>. syndicated. <laughs> we just got oh, syndicated, motherfucker. So, but We're better than awesome, Rover's Morning so. Glory in Cleveland. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe it. So oh. we're being rebroadcast right. to a sub-audience of some 300 people. The entire town of Speculator, New York. Right, but I think of that... And this I, don't know, this, I don't know how many people listen to it. I mean, I really don't. Right. But... But I mean, the guy is really doing his best to make, you know, to to create a radio show. Yeah, and right. he's trying to add content. So what you're saying is, if I go to Speculator, New York, I may need to be driving one of my Japanese cars to pick up the frequency that he's broadcasting. <laughs> <laughs> but it and may not to, work with an American radio. Well, you have to wear a foil hat too. <laughs> just, just string some wire in the backyard. Uh, warm up the crystals. Uh, yeah. But, I still like it. That's fucking <laughs> hilarious. Well, that's cool. I love the fact that we're being subcontracted. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we are content. Well, hey, it was better than playing more infomercials. But his commercials are the best, too. Really? And I want to give another shout-out to Camp Store. To Camp Store. So yeah. he has commercials on his... For local businesses in the, the area, and Camp Store is our neighbor's son's... Uh, store and it's really cool. They have like all they have a whole section just for Bigfoot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then they have a retro candy section and then a camp section where you could buy anything that you want for your camp. In like the same store. Could, in the same store. Well is it a store or is it the house? No, nice. it's the it's a store it's a store by itself. Okay, right. And then and then this year they added putt putt golf. To the store. <laughs> to the store. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Do they sell beer? Yeah, I don't think I don't think they have a liquor license. Oh, okay. uh, that's not much of a camp store. Yeah, yeah. I won't be stopping oh, yeah. by. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I mean we'll be there. I mean, we're gonna go to, we're gonna yeah. go to your property and visit, so I'm really looking forward to seeing this. And Gary said he'll sign around ta- he'll do a, a video cast with everybody when we go up there. Oh, and it'll be a live video cast. Live video cast on radio? If, yeah. he, can, <laughs> if he can get the iPhone 4 from his mom. <laughs> he does understand that we all have faces for radio. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hey, shut up. Yeah. I'm pretty damn handsome. Yeah. So it, was, it was very fun up there, though. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, that's great. That's fucking cool. Yeah. And to his left. Johnny Chrome. I noticed today you I, rode. I did. I, I pulled the... It's the, nice you ride... A bike you own. B seven bagger out. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I think I've ridden that bike. I think this is the third time this year I've ridden that bike. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah. I haven't even played in my desk, but my uh, Stella. Right. It's it's been that kind of a year. 
Yeah, it's it's a weird scene, man. It's a it's a weird scene. So, but it fired up and works and it did. It yeah. fired up, no problem. Yeah, made it here under it its own power. Ready to go. I mean, yeah, looking looking plenty neglected, but it's yeah, yeah. it's it's being a motorcycle. It was ready and raring to go. That's fantastic. That's cool. Better than the Tacoma, though. In regardless of the condition. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just needed to ride today. I, I needed a little psychotherapy. I needed some time in a helmet with nobody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, psychotherapy is <laughs> psychotherapy's important, man. It on really is. Bright side, you might get it washed on the way home. Those two. Oh, I hope not. The, uh, and then to your left, Dustin. Heck yeah. No, I very predict. Predictably rode my uh, rode DRZ. <laughs> Big surprise. You rode the DRZ. Huh. <laughs> have you been commuting all week? Yeah. We've had the weather. Oh, yeah, we have. I've yeah. been on that thing. I've, I've got a, well over a 1,000 miles on those new tires. Yeah. The other day it was weird because I woke up in the morning and I was like, looked out and like, God, fucking gorgeous day for a ride. Jumped on the bike, rode out, and then poured all fucking day long. <laughs> yeah. And then I was out on the road long enough that by the time I got back, it was all out of its system. I had a gorgeous day for a ride going home. It's like totally missed it. It was perfect. And Sleepy, you been riding? Yeah. Um, the buddy, as usual, my favorite thing. <laughs> I in the love whole this world. fucking conversion yeah. Yeah. from a stunta buddy. to a buddy aficionado. Oh, but I mean, I've loved scooters all yeah. the time, but the buddy I just ignored, and I shouldn't have because it's my favorite bike. Yeah. And then um, I did ride my Stella a bit, and it still hasn't blown up, so that's a positive. <laughs> wow. And, yeah, so... Careful on that break-in. Yeah. Ride, I, uh, yeah. ride a little harder. It won't disappoint you. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can squeeze a soft seas out of here if we try hard yeah, enough. Right. <laughs> I'm just waiting, but now it's, it's turned into the bike that I'm just waiting for it to seize. Like, every moment I get with it, it's like I know it has cancer. Yep. And it's in stage four, even though it's it's been tried to be cured, but I just yep. it's got it's, the stage four kit. It's let me down. <laughs> <laughs> it's let me down so many times yeah. that I'm just I just I'm waiting. But it, right now it's running good. And then I rode the Super T to work and whatever. But yeah. but yeah, that, you know what's funny now is that that is it's turning into the gamble bike. It's like how far do I go from home? Right. Six yeah. miles? Oh, hey. You know, five? It's your break-in. Break-in <laughs> however you want. Right, right. But I'm going to assure you, nothing beats 10 minutes, then 12, yeah. then 20, yeah. because you're going to go out that one day and be like, I got this. This is no big deal. As soon as you let your guard down. <laughs> yeah. The sound of a suddenly slowing rear tire. Oh, yeah. 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 Yep. That is not awesome. <laughs> there, no. Like I said, there is a sound. That motorcycles make just before the rear wheel seizes. Oh yeah, there's a weird sound, and I can't simulate, but it's like it's like a yeah. And I think that's the actual the sound of like the last three thrusts the piston makes <laughs> uh, as it's <laughs> melting itself to the barrel. That's kind of the sound I make I'm... in the last three thrusts too. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, I think my washing machine made that shot today. It sounded like a seal. It's a fucking a jet ski or something. Usually what follows... See, I love my sex life. And then what follows that for Dustin is the girl going, Oh, God, what did I do? What did I do? What did you write? I know you showed up tonight on a real piece of work. It has a real piece of work. I've been in the... Shitstorm state of Florida for the last week. Yeah, and I got home. I did a couple of days. I I was actually pleased to get home and um, ride the ruckus around for yeah. a couple of days because the weather was nice. Um, but this afternoon I ran to a um, a twelve pack of Victory Brewing 
Corporation, uh, Golden Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I showed up this evening on my bicycle. In one second, huh? Yeah. In one well, second. Well, it was a couple, you know, it started out innocently enough. I was going to cut the grass, and then I cut my oh, neighbor's grass oh, because he doesn't starts. cut his grass frequently. And he right. provides me with beer when I cut his grass. Well, there you go. And then I went to a uh, rental like property and cut the grass monkey? there. That's and, a symbiotic uh, relationship. Well, another buddy shows up there with, with four aforementioned beer, right. and it was all downhill from there. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah, you know it's bad when you're looking for a lawn to mow so you can have a beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I get another lawn and I can justify this beer. So I cut three lawns this afternoon. Drank 12 and, beers. And drank, um, I, I'm going to say six. But oh, really? I'm talking heavy-duty shit. They like, are heavy-duty beers. Gold Monkey, like 11% or 10%, Ooh. whatever whatever it is. I don't know. So and, you, um, you, you were ready for a bicycle. Yeah, yeah. I'm honestly well, surprised uh, you made it here on the bicycle. And it, the funny thing is, it's like four and a half to five miles from my house to get to the shop here. Right. But it's all uphill. So when I leave here this evening, Both it's ways. all downhill. It's all downhill. It's spinning all the way home. And I'm, gonna, I'm not kidding. When he says it's all uphill, it's got to be at least a 1 in 5,000 grade. It's it's almost unnoticeable for anyone. It is almost yeah. unnoticeable. Anyone that rides bicycles oh, yeah. or yeah. has ridden you'll, you'll bicycles, like, yeah. Yeah. you know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. It's like an imperceptible hill, right. but mm-hmm. it feels like you're dragging a lead sled behind you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you go in the opposite direction. You're like, I'm a fucking stud today. Yep. Because you're like really cruising, great. and, and yeah. it looks like you're on flat land. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to the ride home this evening because it's. Uh, <laughs> I know that I'm going to You know it's downhill. downhill. Yeah. It's and downhill you're right. All the way home. Yeah. Pete, it's all downhill from here. Let the windows shift, and then it'll erase your advantage. Yeah. 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 He'll have four PSI and not enough in his back tire. Yeah. It took all the advantage away. Uh, I've been riding the, the, the Lambretta, the 1960 Lambretta uh, Mark II, uh, the Series 2. I saw it and got burgers the other day. It yeah. did get burgers. It went and got burgers. Uh, I, I just realized I hadn't ridden that bike t- since like last November. So I went up, I opened the gas tank, smelled the varnish, you know, smelled the furniture polish that was in the bike, yeah. thought, well, it is a Lambretta, it does run at 4%, yeah. and it does have big, I mean, it's piston ported, so you don't have to worry about yeah. a lack of mixing going on. I gave it four kicks, and on the fifth kick, it lit right up, and it was just happy, just fucking happy shit, just to sit there and burn nasty two-year-old gas. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, it started it. Now we got to now we got to burn some gas out of it." Yeah. So I rode it around for three days straight, and rode it here to the shop, and just forgot what it's like to ride a fucking sixty-year-old scooter to the shop from my house. And you're like, I now have reacquainted myself with where every crack and bump in the road is <laughs> because you, it's got the Springer seats. You know, it's yeah. got the solos, the tractor saddles. So like, your tires get a taste of the bump, and then you get the full-size portion. And so you spend your whole time just bouncing up and down on that seat, and you're like, yeah, okay, this is, this is a thing. But at no point ever did I feel, like, fast. There was one point where I was like, I should probably back out of this a little bit, because I'm clipping along pretty good as I'm passing cars on Lake Road. <clears throat> And they're probably going, what the fuck is Pee Wee in such a hurry for? <laughs> yeah. He doesn't need to go that fast. And it was and it was fun to ride that. And then last night we had to go to uh, Pistons and Pints, mm. which was the biggest. They call it the Roundup. So it's the Roundup. Mm. It's at Prosperity. Yeah, uh, two-wheel Roundup. Two-wheel Roundup, yeah. yeah. There were 200 bikes there. 
It's the biggest I've ever seen. It was beautiful. It was crazy. Uh, beautiful weather last yeah. night. I mean, it was yeah. insane. I've never seen that many people. I've never really seen both sides of the street full. Yes. And the entire restaurant and the patio were as assholes and elbows. You couldn't put anybody else in there. They, and now rumor has it that that was the last one of the season, which seems way too early for me. Yeah, but I thought they usually did one in September. Like, yeah. Fall riding is better anyways. It is better. Way yeah. better. I planned to go to that for two months, and of course, like you know, like as I'm like about to leave and go home, the boss is like, "Hey." Could you go film something at this awful place for four hours? Oh, yeah. It, I, we tried to get out of here at 6 o'clock last night. That was not fucking happening. My customers had other ideas. And I, we didn't get out until about 7.30. No problem. Got down there and realized there were still people waiting on steaks. It's $10 steak and french fries. And it's a pretty goddamn good steak. And then, you know, your wild choice of beers and everything else. But it was a really good hang last night. And we were there till the bitter end. Like, when we left, there were very few people still there. And uh, basically just our bikes left. Yeah, our bikes were the only ones left outside. What time are we talking? <laughs> oh, not that late, like 10 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Huh. And Inter- any interesting bikes? Yeah, all kinds <clears throat> of stuff. There was mm-hmm. a Kajiva, a 1999 Kajiva. When was the last time we saw one of those roaming around out in the world? Wow. A, a Grand Canyon. And it was funny to see all my people that know about motorcycles asking, they're like, what is that? And then, like, they're like, well, whose motor is that? I'm like, it's a Ducati. You know, it's a two-valve Ducati motor, and the rest of it's various Italian parts bins. <laughs> it's what happens when you throw, like, all of the Italian manufacturers into a pile together. This is what comes out, is the Kajiva. And, it's, and it was a gorgeous bike. Like, it was a 99. It looked like it had eight miles on it. It was beautiful. And I just love that it's because, you know, when they came up with that name, some guy was like, what are we going to call this company? And the guy was like, Kajiva. And he was <laughs> like, it, that's it. Kajiva, thank you very much. It's it perfect. is. Oh, and it's, I've always liked their stuff, like the Kajiva Elephant and stuff. Uh, they that's were, what I was, that's what oh, I was thinking. Oh, man. Yeah. That bike was just one of those ones where you're like, completely unnecessary, but totally awesome. <laughs> and the Kajiva Grand Canyon has two gas caps, <laughs> like two aviation-style you still got to flip the tabs up. You still got to put your key in. Don't try to convince me this is some Perry Dakar fast fueling shit because it's not. But it is two holes that is totally stolen from the whole Perry Dakar idea of dumping two Giggity. containers of gas in at the same time. So, but yet it's still sitting there on a civilian motorcycle. Like you're going to pull up to two unleaded pumps and be like, 87 and 93. She'll figure it out. You know who else does that is, is KTM, but like they have a fuel. Like you have to know which side to start with because if you don't fill the one side right, the other side, it's all kind of crazy. Now that's a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Yeah. That should. Yeah, and I I think the two fuel things is just ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah, it's just, so when you crash the gas tank, you've got yet another more expensive thing to repair. <laughs> but yeah, there were not there were a number of really cool bikes there last night. There were two Urals. Huh? And they were both like both running at the same yeah, time. Yeah, wow. that's <laughs> fucking amazing. And, and I was like, oh, they're not Urals, they're Neurals. So they're like the modern mm. Urals. So oh, they're the both modern. No, no, they're they're just fuel injected. They're fuel injected. They're oh, they're modern okay. Russian Urals. They're yeah. using Japanese brakes. <laughs> yeah, Japanese brakes. I was going to say electronics. They have Brembos on them now. They have electronics to Morelli. I don't know, but it would have to be better. And the I serious mean, guys throw me a what, what, what Italian bikes use? Because they oh, yeah. frame. They finally stopped using yeah. uh, vacuum yeah. tubes. <laughs> Sovetsky. Yeah. Sovtek. Sovtek. Yeah. Sovtek yeah. vacuum tubes to run the ignition system on the bike. Yep. So we take you them pull them out every now and then and put them in your mouth. Lick them. Put them back in again. <laughs> get a good contact. <laughs> but it's very close to that. Oh, yes. 
Right. And says the man who's rewired one where every wire in the bike was white. <laughs> there's a Caucasian yeah. there's, bike. There's, yeah. a, there's a thesis on one of the web forums about Urals where the guy like bought one and thought it was going to be this great bike. And he gives... Like one thousand nine hundred and forty-seven reasons why not to buy your all. Yeah, yeah. And like he, yeah. Like, and it's like it's yeah. so it's like surgically precision of why. And then he goes down through everything, and it's it's pretty interesting read. Every time I've had an experience with one, it's always left my hands very quickly and into the hands of somebody who's like a glutton for punishment. Steve like, Hoffert. Steve <laughs> Hoffert. Exactly. Let's be honest about it. Steve Hoffert. Yeah. And that's just that's the way it works. So I rode last night. I rode the Road King Classic. This 2001 Harley we've had for, for a while. And I took it out, <clears throat> fluffed the tires up, and made sure it was ready to go, and cleaned the dead bugs off the windshield, and get ready to head down there. And I kept looking at the bike, and I was like, ah, oh, that's just not right. I mean, we've had this bike now for, like, over a year. We've owned this bike. This has been a piece of our shop inventory for over a fucking year. And I don't like it. I don't like that we've had anything that long. We just finally sold the uh, Royal Star... Uh, the Roadliner. And somebody got a good bike, too. Oh, they did. holy smokes. Yeah. Yeah, that thing was around for a forever. minute. Yeah. yeah, and so we sold the Roadliner. And it felt great when the Roadliner got sold. And it just proves, you know, you don't have to drop your price. You just have to hang on to the bike longer. Because eventually the right person's going to come along. Took that thing out last night, and I was looking at it. I was like, I don't like it. There's something I don't like about it. I went over and took off the quick disconnect rear rack uh, backrest. It's got a quick disconnect rear rack backrest. Mm-hmm. Pulled that off, and instantly I was like, I totally like the way this bike looks. Yeah. I took off one item and instantly was like, this is a much better looking motorcycle. <laughs> it really did make it look better. Streamlined it all. It made it ride better. <laughs> it felt better. It felt faster. It, it, faster. Yeah, yeah. it was much faster. Yeah. Miles per gallon. Yeah. As soon as I took that thing off, when I got on the freeway out here, I, I just longer. crushed it. Yeah. <laughs> I crushed it getting on the freeway. And I was like, yeah, boy, losing that backrest really helped. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. But it is true that every motorcycle will be the right motorcycle for a certain period of time. There's an ass for every seat. And that motorcycle was the right motorcycle last night it was perfect and i was and i did i walked up and i looked at my shelf of helmets and i went won't be needing any of you tonight <laughs> i'm riding the harley davidson <laughs> did you use a dot approved headband no fuck no oh no, okay i used, used dot approved bald spot <laughs> dot approved male pattern baldness is what i used man yeah i got on that bike and my three pairs of glasses i got my readers well, I got those my, come with a force field oh yeah yeah well and the way the market is right now, the force field is that nobody wants to get anywhere close to Harley. Because you got the people who politically hate Harley Davidsons because of the whole boycotty thing. Mm. Then you got tariff people that hate Harley Davidsons because of that. Everyone's hating on Harley at the same time. They've systematically managed to be in the shithole. Like, at every walk of life, people hate Harley at the moment. Well, so it's a manufacturer defect. The force field's stuck on after the key it's comes out on. of the ignition, so you, you <laughs> just it. can't get near you it. You know what's going to happen, though. Uh, that means they're going to be the underdog, and that's hence it. they're going right. to be cool again. They're going to be cool again. Yeah. 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 If yeah. they can spend a little while in the bucket, they might just get cool. Yep. Yeah. They might get cool. And I know that's a lot, a lot of, of... That's a lot of shot. Well, a lot of my friends who live in the West Coast who are sport bike riders and stunt bike riders and, like, young men, young men with an attitude, they're all buying baggers. They're all buying older baggers. Yeah, I've noticed that. It's to rock around that. The new thing for the twenty-eight-year-old yeah. or whatever, yes. to, right? Yeah, the fucking T-bars yep. and a little. Yep. Or well, yeah, either a bagger or a, 
FXD a Dyna. Yeah. With Dyna's the quarter a real fairing and like the ten inch T bars. Yep. They all want to be Jax from It's uh, the Sons of <laughs> yeah. Sons Sons Fire. Yeah. Is that his name? Jax? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They all want to be that dude. That'll be Jack Offs. That's what we're going to be. So you're saying that the uh the ten year old bagger is the new twenty year old sportster? Oh definitely. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. I, there's a lot to be said for that because they're affordable. There's fucking shit tons of them out there. Yeah, you're right. You can pick them up and you can accessorize it and dress it up any way you want. Your dad or your grandpa like waited in line on like a waiting list to buy (laughs) that bike. Now now there's a glut of them on the hundred 100th anniversary, you say? Yeah. Being the the mid-40 guy that's, you know, approaching curmudgeonhood. Yeah. Yeah. Drive home and I'm like, I can't believe all these punks I'm seeing on these fucking, on the baggers. I mean, they're like... Yeah. But their time is limited as soon as that but that postage bike, size but, stamp. Yeah. <laughs> but that bike right there is a proof that for $6,000, any dickhead does can not, have a bike. It does not whatsoever. Not any dickhead, every dickhead. Every dickhead. <laughs> right. It does not whatsoever posture their girlfriend's ass right. in nearly as nice a position as the sport bike. As the sport do bike that they got for other drivers to ogle. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Becky. You're just not sport bike material anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Arch your back a little more. (laughs) I'm sorry, Becky. We got to get a bagger. Why? What are you trying to say? I'm saying that after the second kid, it just got to <laughs> As his voice trails off into the ether. Yeah. When you're on the back of the sport bike, it looks like I'm on a bagger. Right. Yep. Yep. Nobody wants to see your episiotomy scar, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> There's probably a website. There are, there are some of us. Yeah, there's, there's a website somewhere for that. Again, ask for every seat. Ask for every seat. <laughs> but yeah, I wrote it last night and it was kind of fun. But yeah, that's been. I've been riding the Kimco Yup. Plastic, fantastic, you know, scooter. Yup. Yup. Yep. Every time I ride in people, like you, Luke, or one of you guys, they'll see me pulling them and look at me. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, it's a bad name for a bike. Is it the same engine and, and power transfer unit as the? It's the Bentonwind two hundred and fifty. Okay. Yeah, so it's a Bentonwind two hundred and fifty drivetrain. I don't know. I think Yup is better than Bentonwind. I know. Bet and Win. Yeah. Bet and Win. B and W. Yeah. yeah. So the Kimco is famous for bad names. The uh, <laughs> like Kimco. Like Kimco. We'll just start with Kimco. <laughs> yeah. You mean that's from Korea, right? Ah, oh, god damn it! <laughs> you know, you're from Taiwan. You should have called it like. Tyco. Tyco. Oh, <laughs> Tyco. Was already taken. Twice. That's it. But All right, let's go on the record right now. If yeah. you're inventing a scooter, what are you going to call it? Not anything Kimco's ever used. Okay. Let's start with that. We're going to rule all those. We, when they I brought... invite our public to, like, yeah. uh, the listening. Uh, I, I want to make one called the Pew Pew. The Pew Pew. <laughs> Which would be fresh. It has to be electric, though. Yeah. yeah. Pew, pew Pew. When we uh, signed up with Kimco. Just and they... ask yourself, will it be cool when pl- people are playing the in my ass game right yeah <laughs> yes. no it's just the, it's the does the name go with what kind of Suzuki do you got I've got a intruder anal intruder yeah. we've played that game before the, the anal, anal intruder Suzuki had a win with the bandit though the anal bandit they had a whole lot of anal bandits yeah, yeah. yeah they had loads of anal bandits loads of anal bandits just pull the hurricane cord a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So good it just goes this is yeah. the best game ever just pull the cord a little bit just and it starts right well what are the bikes that have 
have come out in the market since we played the game last. <laughs> yeah, there are new oh, bikes geez, that have know. come out. The Anal Africa Twin? Well, Anal Gladius. Anal Gladius, yeah. Anal Spade. Anal Spade. Anal Spade. Oh, oh, God. It's right there. <laughs> I can never look at it the same. Van Van? The anal van van. <laughs> anal van. Otherwise known as Betty White. <laughs> Betty White. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. And you, you could say you're anal versus. Versus what? Versus what? <laughs> versus, well, you know. But yeah, that's an anal monkey. The anal, yeah, the oh, anal monkey. Bring me the anal monkey. Bring me the anal cub. Oh, shit, we do have a Meckle Fresh. Buddy kick. Oh, the anal buddy kick. The, the anal kick. The anal kick. Did we just miss anal buddy? Because anal buddy is obvious. Yeah, right. Yeah. We're thinking about bikes that are coming out anal new. Buddy. Hey, oh, can't use any old bikes. Right, bikes that no, have come no, out no, new since the done. last time we played the anal game. Yeah. Ooh, the Liberty. <laughs> the anal Liberty. <laughs> I'm going to take an anal, anal, anal Liberty. liberty. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty good. <laughs> Indian has the scout, you already said. The anal scout. Yeah, scout. Yeah. Yeah, the, the anal, anal street scout. fighter. The Harley coming out. The, right, it is actually called the street fighter, right, which is right. hilarious that they're like, what do we name this thing? Let's take a whole culture and just can we, it. Has, has anyone actually put the name Street Fighter on their bike? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, then we should call it that. Just call it Tekken. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh the anal Nikken, or the anal Nikai, which is Nikai. the one with three wheels. Yeah. <laughs> Nikai. Arr! Nikai. Yeah. So we've had a big week around the shop. Um, if you want to attend, uh, avert your gaze to stage left, what you'll see is up until the Burgundy... Uh, up until the Burgundy bike, those are all bikes that sold last week. Wait, you sold Chewy? No. Oh. I said no, up until the Burgundy bike. Yeah. yeah. The Your PC 800's gone. PC 800 oh. has wow. gone from this yeah. side over. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, you mean you're talking about the ones with the sold tags? The ones on with the sold tags. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, the ones with the sold signs yeah. on are all yeah, sold. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're sold. Oh, oh I thought it said solid. Like, yeah. These are solid they're bikes. They're solid bikes. And then, including two, the Kawasaki S3 in the window. How much is that S3 in the window? Apparently, it's $3,500 shipped nice. to Japan. Cheers. You're shipping it wow. to Japan? Shipping it to Japan, yeah. Nice. That's be like 25 bucks. like an S2 to go with it. Like a little brother. <laughs> I'll make a call. And uh, so, yeah, they're paying me money to convert it, to put the parts back on it that were on it before somebody tuned it up. So I've got turn signals and whatnot for it, and they're paying us extra money to make it run. So uh, it's going to Japan. Hey, speaking of shipping things, what happened to the uh, Australian bike? Oh, my sweet baby oh, Jesus. Yeah. You're going to love this. So podcast listeners are going to love it, and conspiracy ther- theorists are going to love it do, even more. Do tell, Uncle Phil. Do I tell. Yes. I want to know. <laughs> the person who won it on eBay lives in Australia. Oh. <laughs> Thank fucking God. <laughs> that would be hilarious. So, uh, yeah, so our Australian, our Australian winner has asked us to put it on eBay and list it and sell it. We did, as you all know. Because uh, we poured it out pretty hard. And uh, we had bidders, we had action, we had watchers, we had all the delicious things that you have when you run an eBay auction. But the one thing that we didn't have that I was kind of upset about is we didn't have a bid over $6,400. And that upset me. Because I feel like that motorcycle is worth more than $6,400. And in fact, I got to thinking I would pay more than $6,400 for that motorcycle. Uh-oh. Oh, so I no. Did. You bought the bike. <laughs> mm. Now, 
that's my way of saying fuck you to the market. Mm-hmm. That's what I think it's worth. So I bought it. I like the bike. That's a lot of bike for sixty four hundred. That's bucks. what I'm thinking. <clears throat> yeah, it's a lot of bike for sixty four hundred dollars. So after all the fees and everything, what did this awesome guy in Australia get? He got I have no idea yet. We haven't okay. parsed it yet. We got to wait for eBay to do. But he's their... getting a big fat. He's getting. He's getting a big fat fucking check. So his twenty dollar yeah. investment. Anything over twenty him. bucks, I'm guessing six grand. grand. Yeah, probably six grand. Exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. That. Congratulations. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's fine. So that's cool. But yeah, I, I just so. Does Australia make whiskey? Yeah. He should probably send us a bottle. If of... they do, it'll kill you because everything in Australia kills you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're, so Renee, I I was like, well, I can't bid on my own auction. So Renee, Renee's the high bidder. So Renee bought, Renee bought the B7. Nice. So well, full disclosure. I mean, if anybody wants to try to well, that's what we're saying. Pierce the corporate veil. We're not pulling right. any punches. Oh no, you, fuck you. If you you know, if you want to think it was a scam, you're welcome to interview any of the people the sitting here. The completed right. auction yeah. was out yeah, there. Yeah, you can see the, the bidding and all that stuff. And it's all been done in the view of every other person that's walked into sure. the shop. Right. Yeah. Right. So shame and on you. Anybody that wanted to pay sixty five hundred could have. Fucking yes, they could have bid one I'll time bid more. Yep. Yeah, right. that was exactly it. And I did sell. I told Renee, I was like, if only I'm, I had known. Well, I said I'm in it for sixty. <laughs> I said I'm in it for sixty nine hundred. Is where I said, and I would get. I wasn't going to pay more than sixty nine hundred mm-hmm. for it. And because I can buy a new in the crate one. You could only go sixty nine because it got seventy. Um, you blow rod. Blow rod. Well, <laughs> if you go sixty nine. Well, the oh, thing 68. was yeah, I can buy one in the crate <laughs> for sixty nine hundred, but I can't put all the accessories that were on it. I can't put all that two thousand dollars of Agostini shit on. Right. And I already done it, and I like the bike. What are you charging Renee for shipping? Oh fuck! I didn't think about that. <laughs> God damn it! Screw Renee. Fuck Renee. We're gonna charge her a lot of money for shipping. So yeah. So that's the name <laughs> of the game. To push right it now. to the other side of the shop. Exactly. <laughs> done. So shipped there, shipped. Yeah. <laughs> you go on eBay. Well, and it's that shipped. works out better for you because if the next, you know, if somebody would have got it for six grand, then you would have had all that work and everything. Everything, right? You might as well just. That's what I'm saying. I couldn't look at the bike go away. I couldn't watch the bike go away for that small amount of money. <coughs> yeah. And the thing is, there was another bidder that was fighting. <laughs> so I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> so I was like, oh man. At the end of the day, like, yeah. The I'll give you three of... beaver pups for it. Oh yeah. At right. the end of the day, hey, where's Beaver Boy? Anyway, he's, yeah. he's working Squirrel. on this project. Um, at the end of the day, yeah. the winner of the contest yeah. did get more than anyone else would have bid. And that's the point. I mean, I, it, he got as much money as he could have possibly got. Yeah. Now that eBay being, says so. That being said, yeah. the next raffle bike's going to have U.S. residents only. Probably yes, you bet your ass is going to have U.S. <laughs> residents only. <laughs> you fucking know it. Yeah. Is it, it going to be the same bike? That's the question. Right. No, no, no it will not be the same. <laughs> yeah, we're going to trot this one out again. It's the official Cleveland Motor Raffle Bike. <laughs> oh, oh my God, Oscar won this time. That's in the middle. Don't get virginity for the third time. For the third time. That's right. Yeah. Well, it grew back the first two times. <laughs> Ten years it grows back. Yeah. And so I sold the Black Bomber, which was pretty cool. I sold the Black Bomber to a guy in Iowa, and he was on the phone with me for a long time, and he was like, I'm not sure if I want to buy the Black Bomber, but I also want the 75 CB750. Like, which bike would you buy? All of them. And I went, well, I'd buy both of them, because I already have. That's why they're yeah, here. Right. Right? I clearly feel strongly enough that I bought both of them, because they're here. And he went, oh, man, you make a good point. I was like, really? I made a point? <laughs> and so after a little while, he called me back, and he goes, you take 500 bucks off, and I'll buy the pair. And I went, sir, oh. mission accomplished. So he bought the pair. So he bought the pair. So I'm delivering those to Chicago. So he's getting the bomber and the cb 7 And the K5. 
It's a good looking pair of bikes, right? It there. is a good looking yeah. pair of bikes. Yeah. yeah, he just walked into a real nice place. The blue one. The blue one ah. with the perfect pipes. Yeah, ah. I know, right? Well, they got they. They're all going to leave at some point. They're all so going to leave. What's the deal with the blue one? What's that? What's the deal with the blue one? Yeah, the, the blooper hawk. Yeah, yeah, the, blooper. the blooper hawk went oh. to a guy in South Carolina. Sweet. Yeah. So he he bought the blooper hawk uh, down in South Carolina. Why is that the blooper hawk? Because blue. Yeah, oh, it's super and it's a super hawk. Okay, it's a blue super hawk. I'm thinking yeah. blooper like there was something color, weird right? about it's that not, year. It's just a, it is a more rare thing, and it's you know that generation. Mm-hmm. Those bars are the factory bars on the bike. Was that through the power of Facebook or? That was all through the power of uh, God. Shameless plug for a company I don't like, Cycle Trader. <laughs> they all went through Cycle Trader. Yeah. But once again, I'm we a, talked about that last. I'm time. a dealer, and there's it cost me a lot that, of money. There's people that cruise Cycle Trader looking yep. for shit hard. They do. It's you put it on there, they found you. So, <laughs> Well, and, you know, that's how many bikes. So we've been running that page for, we've been running those auctions, or the cycle trader ads for about a month now, and we've got real, there's real appreciable gains there. So that's a So for Dustin, the blue, the blue one that's the super hawk, yeah. you call it the blooper hawk. I just came up with that. Why do you call the black bomber the black bomber? Well, that, because that was it's called the Black Bomber. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Because yeah. yeah. the CD450 was called the Black Bomber, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The Blomber. Yeah, the Blomber. The Blomber. The Blomber. The Blomber. Who did that, though? That's the, the brown one. What's that? The Blomber. The, the, the cycle, that, cycle that, world? Or? Well, I don't know if that was an official name from Honda. I would be honest with you. Know I, don't I, mean? I don't think. I don't but know. When you hear it, though, you know what they're talking about. As far as if I've ever said, known them. Yeah. Because there was the Big Bear was the Big Bear. Big Bear Scrambler. Right. right. There have been a number of bikes that have had names that were not part of the normal naming structure of the company. Certain. I mean, Kawasaki had a few. Right. Su- Suzuki, almost every Suzuki had has some had kind a of hustler name. or like a name that was in addition to Probably the Japanese did not call it a Black Bomber. Just because. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! But a bump. They called it the. It's know, probably they American called it marketing, the, you know, like maybe out in the states. I don't. We know. saw this one, Enola Gay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fuckers. Yeah. The it's a big one. You can only adjust the yeah. head on the They're toilet. The, the yeah. big and the little bike that match Fat Man and a Little Boy. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't. Honestly, and I've owned them, and, and I don't Japanese know the story. Japanese listenership just dropped. I'm just sure that was a bit of American marketing. Let's hope that somebody chimes. In. Too soon, it's been up <laughs> Let's hope that one of our listeners can say, well, you dumbass. You call yourself a motorcycle guy. I, I know why like they I called him. I feel like bombers. I should know this. I, I, thought, I thought one of you would, and I legitimately yeah. did not. I, don't I mean, I, I'm not baiting you guys. No. I'm just well, like, I don't know. Who started well, it? Let's talk about the, the, like the Honda Z50s. They were never technically called monkey bikes no. in the United States. No. But when you say monkey bike, everyone knows exactly Clearly, what you're talking about. Clearly, they know about. what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And now so, they marketed them that way. Yeah. And now the new and now it's out literally out called the monkey bike. It's called the monkey. Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty funny that. That name power, that the power of a name, Suzuki intended for it. Every time the bike was released, the nomenclature was there, and then the name was there as part mm-hmm. of the bike yep. from day one. Whereas the Honda CV450, well, see, I guess I was on the impression that the CV450 was called the Black Bomber by Honda, and you know, it, it's not a bad name. Mm-hmm. You know, it's actually quite a good name. It's surprisingly not bad, considering what we just talked about comes from Kimco. So, like, left to their own devices, they will come up with some stupid shit. The bomber was also called the Dream, the Hellcat, or the Dragon. Really? This is right here. It was also called the Prophet. Mm. Prophet? Like P H E T or F I T? 
uh, Prophet, P-H-E-T. Oh, okay. Motorcycle History, 1965 Honda CB450, the Black Bomber or the Prophet. Interesting. Well, at least that acknowledges Black Bomber as being perhaps a corporate acknowledged name. So there's something there. That's a that's a really good question. I'm glad you guys are Googling it to find out more. The, I think uh, like we're saying, though, too, like in different markets, whether yeah. it's European or American, North American or... Well, like in uh, Canada, it was the Hellcat. Right. Yeah. In Europe, and it was first released in, in England was the, as the Black Bomber. So maybe it actually literally came from the factory. Called the Black Bomber. Because the factory does that. Look at the CBR. They had the, the 900R here. But the Firebird Fire in Canada yeah, and you know, right. in Europe and everywhere yeah. else. Yeah, exactly. But there's some names that don't translate. Like, do you think of like the... Um, Chevy Nova. Like, well, yeah. Nova. I was say that. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. I drive. I drive a Pajero. <laughs> and every time I say I drive a Pajero, Oscar laughs. <laughs> or the Pajo. The Pajo. Exactly. Yeah. What's a Pajero? Uh, a Pajero. Just to say that Black Bomber. It's was a wanker. Just a isn't it? Isn't it like a? Yeah. 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 It's not a name for the little general. You could. It's a, yeah. <laughs> Well, and then what is it? Potaho, which is the bird in the bottom. A bird, a, a, a flamboyantly colored bird. Potaho, mm-hmm. which is also a, a, a derogatory term That's, for gay people, mm-hmm. oh. so gay men, flamboyantly gay men. So stop it. I know. Well, yeah, <laughs> so Potaho, and that was the so that speaking uh, of Badeos, my know. Mitsubishi, <laughs> yeah. my Mitsubishi was called different things in different countries where they didn't speak Spanish. So anytime anybody spoke Spanish, you wouldn't call the bike, the car, the Pajero. Like, it wasn't What it. was it here? We got one, right? Yeah, it was called a Dodge Raider, and then it was called a Mitsubishi Montero. Montero. That's yeah, right. exactly. Montero. So it was first a Dodge Raider, and then it turned into a Mitsubishi Montero once Mitsubishi had their shit together in our country. But the, the Pajero itself is a little cat, a little African, like a pompous cat. You know, it's like really? a little, yeah, it's a little mm-hmm. wild cat. Yeah, a desert, a cat of the desert. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. So that's what that one is. But yeah, that was a that was. It's been a good solid week for selling old bikes that have carburetors out of my life. Nice. I couldn't be fucking happier. (laughs) Honestly, it's just like, yeah. And I look at these ones. I'm like, okay, who's next? Yeah. Who's jumping out of the boat next? Because there's going to be a few. You on deck. Right. Get get out of there. Yeah. I need. I know somebody needs two KZs. I know somebody needs a KZ. Nine hundred and some. Fix yourself up a little bit, honey. Come on, come on. Put on your fancy shoes. Get out there in the corner. I need. Yeah. I need more two-stroke stuff. That's that's that, what I need in my life. That like that said, Joe that's out east. Yeah. I'm talking about Gosh, Joe Beals. He's, he's forever interested yeah. in the flavor, but yeah. he's not gonna. They don't want to pay any money. Well, yeah. he needs he needs to turn. I mean, there needs right. to be something there for him. Yep, that's right. But I mean, mm-hmm. he's he's still asks. I'm like, had, I don't own it anymore. He's like, yeah. Oh well, I keep seeing it now and then on the site. Exactly. Well, that's right. The store's site. We're selling it. Yeah, that's our job. We sell things. I've had no less than twenty emails about the dragon, about the green oh, yeah. bike, you know, about the seventy-seven KZ one thousand. No less than twenty emails. But the funny thing is, everyone's like, "Well, so what would I? How much would it take me to pay you to paint it, to take it and paint it back to factory colors?" And I'm like, "Go fuck your hat. I don't want it. I don't want that job." You know, you know? that's something I had thought about yeah. at one point was just getting a set of tins, right? Hanging they those have, on the wall somewhere. They're not they're trying to pass it. it off. Right. But just doing like a tribute. Yeah. Yeah. Get like the, the what does everybody want? The brown and but brown the and brown orange. The brown and orange is even remotely bucks. correct for the year. It's not. And so that's the thing is, but the internet is full of fuckers. That's what I'm saying. We're not trying to pass it off as something that's not. Well, yeah. But just a, a very nice, 
Unless you painted it tribute. A seventy seven factory color. Which, which is, were it was probably green. Right? Dark green. Dark green. Uh, yeah. red. Yeah. They weren't awesome. The colors weren't great. Dark they green were like nineteen seventies colors though, which right. were great at the day. The now, day. like looking yeah. back on them, they look hideous. They look bad. Yeah. There's, there's companies that sell tins painted with the side pieces, fenders, yeah. painted everything for twelve fifty, thirteen hundred bucks. Like that. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Twelve fifty, thirteen hundred bucks. That's all. That's, that's <laughs> it. No, I'm poor, but I'm saying <laughs> if you're, well, if you're yeah. spending your money like a champ. What, yeah. yeah. what was in my mind was if it takes a thousand dollars to put a set of tins on it, right? Yeah. Could probably get five hundred out of those, right? Does yeah. it boost the value of right. the bike? Yeah. And I can tell you one thing. To a, to a lot of people, it would. What that bike has done is that bike has given me the names and email addresses of 25 or 30 people that are interested. are completely full of shit. Oh. <laughs> they're interested in those bikes. Well, that are 100% full of shit. Huh. And they are going to criti- criticize something <laughs> they have... No intention or means of buying. Better than vintage Moto Guzzi for that. This then. is what I'm saying. It was. I mean, everybody's chimed in about. Well, you know, that can't be a '77 because the the fork legs are wrong, or it can't be a this because of that. Everyone says the the beginning of the email starts with that can't be a because of this, right? That's how all the emails go. <laughs> Twenty five, thirty of them, no problem. Well, our. Our friend, the, the you 19th... You can't be a buyer right. your douche nozzle. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and with our blue bike, the KZ900, I've had ridiculous oh, amounts of people. You threw that thing on one of the yeah. one of the Facebook pages yeah. right. and instantly had like four you people that were thought, hardcore, yeah. like, trotting facts and pictures. And, yeah. And just like they're, they're telling me all the reasons it can't, can't be what be a I Z1 say it is. B. That can right. be. And I'm like, okay, you can say all that, but I can also Here's include a picture, a picture of, the of the Vintech <laughs> that says the model on it and the year and month in which it was manufactured. So again, make with the hat fucking because I don't need you telling me what the bike I am selling is. But you're out there sharpening your fucking dick. I mean, like, well, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let this guy know. I mean, you had no intention of buying it anyway. You're still trying to finance your last tattoo. I just, <laughs> fuck you, man. Just put you in your place. What you have there isn't really worth all that much. Exactly. Right. Damn, I got it. But I'll buy it. Mom, bring much. me something to drink. I got somebody I'm arguing with. <laughs> <laughs> Give me another hot pocket. <laughs> Give me a hot pocket and a monster. I'm gonna be up all night. I'm gonna be flaming this guy hard. <laughs> yeah, I need to school this guy. Bring me some cream. My fingers are cramping up from all the typing. Fucking hell, man. I need to fire up my troll accounts. I have never had a bike get so much fucking venom as that blue KZ. And people are like, those side panels are wrong. Those badges are wrong. This is wrong. That's wrong. The turn signals are wrong. Once again, you fucking, who gives a shit? Your name ain't Barber. You don't have a museum. You know, come on. And you're not representing it as a factory It's not a museum piece. Have you seen it? Nobody's going to threaten to put that bike in a museum. No, that was the rare dragon... uh, Pink color, yeah. The very rare, hand, oh, yeah, yeah. only a handful. And of the those blue were one, produced. oh, the blue was, yeah. Oh, that was that one special 1975 
bowling ball blue That's they just did. like those they have the Hondas <laughs> that That's did the it. same thing right. yeah. Kawasaki copied they them they copied Hondas you yes. know if, if you can make up a mythical guy in Japan that was like a customizer yeah they were like oh he bought him off the floor and, and customized him yeah. Mr. Oizo he, he did this well you remember <laughs> the XS classic. the XX 1100 that we had that XS yeah, 1100 yeah. was the Bob Jones special or whatever yeah, 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 Jones. yeah, yeah right and so he was like the X11 heaven guy like that guy was the guy and that was a Bob Jones X11 special whatever the fuck it was he literally wrote the book on it and I happened to luck into buying the bike that was his bike like his not his personal bike but it was one of his limited edition specials he did for dealers Hmm. so it had his name literally engraved in the back of the seat so that's pretty cool like that's the provenance is all there. It took me a little while to find it, but once I found the book and then I found out the reference about how he'd done these dealer specials, that's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. But ultimately, what we have in both of these cases is these are KZs that got hit with the Cleveland stick pretty hard, probably around 1985 or so. You know? Yeah. Because it was just like they had devalued themselves down enough in the market. I mean, but honestly, yeah. both of them, yeah. what, what the tag you've got on them, for, yeah. if somebody wants to come in and not even haggle, right. go look at the other shit that's out exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's people wanting four grand for stuff that's worse than that one. Way worse. I'm pointing at the blue one. Right, the KZ900. The, the, yeah. the blue one's not quite as nice yeah. as the Dragon. Exactly, the Dragon's nicer, yeah. Well, and the I mean, KZ hasn't hit the CB thing, though. Because yeah. the CBs, uh, Honda CBs, mm-hmm. The, the prices that people are asking for stuff, yeah. like I have a frame and a rusty fender and sort of a motor, five yeah. grand. You're, well, and that's insane? if it's a, and that's if it's a KO or a K one. So if you got yeah. a K or a, get a KO, you're getting a lot of money for something. Out of the whole concept of it's a KO, like whatever variety of Honda it is, if it's a KO, it's worth a lot more money than it should be. It yeah. Just seems to be the case with with Hondas in particular. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's just it's just a really weird market out there right now for sure. Uh, I did want to talk about you rode uh, C fit what a C eight which one did you ride C fifty yeah S fifty yeah it's yeah VS eight hundred okay so yeah so he rode a Suzuki eight hundred cruiser from Lansing here and you also had it AMA vintage days <clears throat> yeah so you're riding the shit out of that bike uh, I probably put you know over twenty on it since I got it a couple years ago yeah yeah and what year is it oh six. Oh, sick. So it is fuel injected. No, it's carbureted. Oh, it is carbureted. Yeah. It's an illusion. Yeah, I just went through yeah. sinking them the other day. Yeah. Isn't that fun? Oh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I, just did a, I just did a Marauder the other day. Yeah. Same mode. They run great when they run. I mean, yeah. once you get those eight fucking different cables and... Oh, my God. Yeah, there's... Why did they build it that way? I don't know. That's bizarre. When you look at that linkage setup... That's... Yeah. You're yeah. piano. Yeah. It's yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. That's Dual cable throttle, and they both have splitters, or at least that's Marauder. Mm-hmm. Two throttle cables to the front carb, two throttle cables yeah. to the back carb, yeah. and then another cable going between. Between the two. Yeah. 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 No, this has got one to each carb. Yeah. <clears throat> it's nice. Yeah, except for that where it was, that little plastic piece. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know what happened to it before I got it, but it's like melded together, and you can't unhook the Y, so at some point when I have to replace the throttle cables, I have to just crack that thing open. Yes, and, you're going to at some point have to do some, you know, they still invasive make, x-ray technology. <laughs> so how, how long was the trip, splitters. and anything notable? Anything notable on the way um, It was like 220 miles, something like that. I just took miles? two yeah. most of the way from right. Toledo. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing notable, it's he, I uh, saw a 
fishing shop called uh, Happy Hookers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right there by the Perry Nuclear Power Plant. right by the nuclear plant. In the shadow of the nuclear power plant. Yep. It's like in, yeah, I know what you're talking. Yep, yeah, that's a good spot. Oregon, Davis Bono. It? Yeah, it is Dave. Yeah, yeah, Davis Bessie out there, Toledo. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Davis Bessie Power Plant. Yeah, the uh, what that brings to mind is, I've been riding. You know, we have so many customers that are bringing in big, big Japanese cruisers, and we also have so many customers who are trying to sell me big Japanese cruisers. And here's what I can assure you about your big Japanese cruiser. It's worth less than you think it is. <laughs> the market has not been kind to big Japanese cruisers. And in fact, as we all know for how long it took me to sell that roadliner, we had to wait for the you right sold ass. The sold the roadliner. I know. Fuck yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. And then, I felt bad for that bike. I mean, me too. We all loved the bike, but nobody wanted to part with the money to, to buy it. Because when I'd go to the auction, I would see the bikes just like the roadliner, but in not the same condition for like... 3200 bucks, 3500 bucks. And this is a bike that was engineered to put Harley in its grave. So it had everything and it had it in an Art Deco style. And it had everything that was costly, things that cost a lot of money, like the handlebar perches and everything else, the triples, the risers were all unnecessarily ornate for no good reason other than to be like fuck you Harley Davidson, look how nice we can build a motorcycle. And they did and they Yamaha built an amazing motorcycle, and it promptly showed how not a Harley it was because it devalued so much. And you could pick that bike up. The winner of the you know the guy who ended up buying the bike picked the bike up for like six grand. So with low miles and a limited edition paint scheme and good stuff. And I was looking at the market for what fuel injected Japanese cruiser bikes. 800 cc's and over are selling for these days and it's appalling how cheap they are it's it's shocking how much motorcycle you can buy for just no money at all scooter money well i guess that for like 2700 this is so this it can only so much and how many years ago uh, right? uh like three years ago now so three years ago you got that bike for 2700 bucks there's this this rule about like it can only depreciate so far. Yeah, it's an 06, so it was less than a ten year old bike. Right. Mm-hmm. How many miles 17k on it. 17k on it. So that's nothing. <clears throat> yep. Under yeah. three grand. Under three grand. Right. Good deal. So that's like well, all these people that you know, like, not all these people, but <clears throat> several people that say like, oh, I can't afford motorcycles. God damn stuff. it! You're looking at the wrong bikes. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I have a lot of people coming to the shop and go, oh, you know, I just can't afford a motorcycle. I can't afford this. I can't afford that. I walk them over to our Suzuki, not don't call it a Volusia. It's a C50 Boulevard. It's got fuel injection. <laughs> And I walk him over to the C50 Boulevard, and I'm like, look, it's got fuel injection. It's got less than 12,000 miles on it. It's got the bags on it. It's got the windshield. Yeah, four grand. Oh, you don't? Okay, 3,500. Oh, wait, 3,200. Wait, hold on. 3,000. And I will talk myself down that fast on that bike because I know I'm going to sell it for about three grand. A fuel-injected motorcycle. Fuck. You know, that's... And I've ridden it, ridden the tar out of it. That's a fine motorcycle. It, so, yeah, you're saying for three thousand dollars, you can get a bike that you can travel across the country on exactly. without any issues yep. whatsoever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely, yeah. and it's cheap to buy parts for. Right. It is cheap to work on. It's cheap to put tires on. Uh, anybody who's ever put tires on a modern bagger <coughs> will <coughs> fucking hate you <laughs> because the lower and sexier that bike is, mm. and the chubbier the piece of ground round they got oh, stuffed boy. into it. 
It's a fuck around, man. Giggity. They have made right. They have made the especially tire, in the shaft drive one. Everything. Yeah. It's fucking horrible. How was that roadliner to do? Because that's a real swoopy Actually, bike. Actually, we tag team it. Luke did the back. Yeah. And then okay. uh, I did the front. The front was just like Fresh any other normal. bike. Yeah. Even though it's got that big Art Deco fender and the big trellis work holding the, the front fender on. The trellis work is. Yeah. Pivots at the fender. Oh. And has a single Allen head screw holding it on in the center. So it was intelligently designed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Pretty much. Yeah. It, it, two Allen head screws and that drops right out of the way. And Smart. then it's just like any other bike. Okay. Yeah, I was looking at that back. I did not do the back. Though. That's a belt drive bike. <laughs> and it's a belt drive bike with a he big old pulley on not, it. I mean, yeah. he put it on the big lift, obviously. Yep. He had it on the... The good lift, yeah. The lift with the dropouts. Yeah. And he didn't have any trouble no. with it. I mean... Right. That one, I, I think that's intelligently designed. We've worked on some of the bikes mm-hmm. that we know that you're like looking at it going, well, that tire and that... Motorcycle can't occupy the same space and time. <laughs> <laughs> the latest, the latest gen Electroglide isn't horrible. No, they've gotten smarter. I mean, yeah, just disconnect the shock and drop the. The Moto Guzzi fourteen hundred will teach tricks, you a you lesson. Don't have to fuck with the bag rails or the or the exhaust. I mean, right. The fourteen hundred California fourteen hundreds are are no picnic. Fuck those things. <laughs> oh, God, that, yeah, that sucked. <laughs> that is always a challenge. People well, are like, "We know now not to drop the spacer," but I right. mean, uh, even uh, without yeah. that, it's still a few hour deal. I always like when people are like, and I mean, ah, it's okay. I'm gonna put my own tire on. I'm like, see you tomorrow. <laughs> if I yeah. if ever own one of those, yeah. yeah, that plastic trim piece is either oh, it's gone. disappear altogether, yeah, it's gone. Yeah. or just get trimmed so right. you could. I mean. Pop what would it, it hurt? Yeah. Right. What would it hurt to have a, a cutout in that thing, yeah. where you can get to it, the fill in the drain? Yeah, the drain plug, the mm-hmm. the final drive. I mean, I do understand that that motorcycle is never going to have a tire on the back that lasts more than ten thousand miles. So, because of the nature of the motorcycle, so you'll never have to worry about going more than ten thousand miles on a final drive oil service interval because there's no tire on the planet that can last more than ten thousand miles on that bike. So. And that's kind of our policy. Too, the engineers didn't fuck it up. When the one engineers of those is here said, for a tire, you do the final gets, drive. Yeah, well, yeah. Fuck yeah, it you does. don't have a choice. Right, you don't get a choice <laughs> in the matter. That final drive oil could probably last two hundred thousand miles. We're never going to know. Do you know why? Change it. Yep. But the problem is getting the fucking wheel off, and that's the problem. <clears throat> and the way they built that thing to have that giant piece of meat dangling between those swing arms, mm-hmm. it don't fit. Like. And sometimes it's just, okay, well, we've tried. Have you taken all the air out of the tire? Yes, we've taken all the air out of the tire. That's great. Like, you're thinking, like, can I just de-bead this tire in, in situ? Like, <laughs> with, because it ain't coming out. It needs split rims. It does need split rims. <laughs> <laughs> Warning, these will kill you. <laughs> yeah, but there are tires, there are bikes we've worked on where we've done rear, rear tire change and just been like, are you fucking kidding me? And then, of course, you add more shit to your bike, the more chrome you've got on it. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I have the opposite problem on a bike. Yours just, is literally hanging No, no, no not, not on my bike. There was a guy at work. He had a Suzuki metric <clears throat> cruiser of some sort. We got the wheel off, got the tire off, and it came off so easily. It was like changing a balloon tire on a Schwinn or something, you know? Yeah, and bicycle tire. We got the new tire back on with no tire spoons, no levers, nothing. Yeah. But then you couldn't get the bead to seat. Because oh, the drop center, the tire was, the wheel was so wide and the drop center was so deep 
there was no way to seal all the air in. And we tried straps. We really? tried. We tried everything. Right straps around the tire. No, nope. like it didn't work. It did not. Just couldn't work. catch a bead. You could not catch the bead. You need a bead blaster. And no, actually, I brought it up to the shop, and you guys tried the bead blaster yeah. and couldn't get it done. Couldn't either. get it to work. Yeah. I took it to a automotive tire shop finally. Drop it in there, light the M80. <laughs> <laughs> I, it'll work. I, well, so does. I tried close. that shit with, yeah. with. I tried the ether. I tried, yeah. and uh, finally I took it to an automotive tire you shop. Didn't have enough. And <laughs> it took four technicians at the automotive tire shop, and they wouldn't take any money when it was done. I was like, "How much?" I oh yeah. They're like, "We just learned a valuable lesson here." Yeah. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't know, come ever again. I took it down my, <laughs> Steve, I took it down my retire right up by your house here, right? Oh, oh really? Fire don't station darken our doorstep. And um, <laughs> those, guys, those guys were like... <clears throat> really? Yeah, it was... And I really wish I remember what model that bike was. We had a couple was, of them at It was, it was, it was a chain drive shop. Suzuki metric cruiser of some sort. I, I don't remember. And it what. just... The tire didn't want it. Well, and the thing, too, is if you buy an old tire... So what people don't know is like, it wasn't I just like that. I set the fucking thing outside in the sun. And you it did was, all the tricks. It was soft yeah. and it was pliable. Yeah. I put a strap around it. I try, I, I tried everything I well, knew. Okay. Like the thing, it was it squished down in the middle or nope. like the be- nope. They pulled the beads apart. <clears throat> nope. The it just wouldn't catch. I've done a lot of tire changes, and yeah. that that one was the number one motherfucker ever. The guy at the car place across from our old shop. <laughs> we'd occasionally have a tire that we couldn't catch a bead on. We work our tail off. And I was like, fuck it. I just grab it, throw it across the legs, leg shields of a scooter, mm-hmm. and drive it over to Conrad's tire in Menor. So I drive it over there, take it down, and invariably you get the same guy behind the counter. He's like the counter guy. So you say to the counter guy, hey, yeah, I got another tire. You, know, you got a guy back there, apparently. He's really good at this. And every time I bring one in, literally in the time of one cigarette, he, I hear a loud boom, yeah. and he comes out with a smile on his face. And he's like, yeah, yeah, he can do pretty much any tire. And I go, okay, cool. So... You know, four or five of these tires over the course of several years of business. And I'm like, I need to interact with this human. Yeah. yeah. And so he brings it out. And he's Teach smiling. Me what you know, and I said, master. how the fuck? <laughs> like, I'm looking at his machine, and it's the same Coates machine I have. You know, it ain't any different. Mm-hmm. He's got the same bead blaster. Like, he, oh, what's up? And he just looks at me and goes, you got to really grease the shit out of him. <laughs> and apparently, you got to really grease the shit out of him. Yeah. Now, he's 5 for 5, and I'm 0 for 5. And apparently, the secret to the man is, you really got to grease the shit out of him. Can you get a description? What's this guy look like? I got I to gotta get a description. He's a black guy, probably 65 years old, maybe... Yeah. 126 pounds soaking wet. 145 pounds soaking wet. I've never seen him without a cigarette in his mouth. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. He, he can do the breathe, talk, he, everything, right? He is cancer. Yeah. He's what cancer looks like <laughs> as a human being. Um, he is just like, he just operates at the tire shop with a cigarette in his mouth. Yeah. yeah. He's clearly been there longer. Like, that place has changed hands two or three times in my lifetime. He's been there for there. all of them. Yeah. Yeah. The grand opening of the building, right. he when was you, there. And when you buy that business, he comes he in the deal. <laughs> I, I don't want to go as far as saying he's company property. No, no, no. He's not company property. No, he's legacy at this point. Yeah. He is literally legacy. There's a rider in his contract. You can't fire him. Yeah. You know? The building burns 
hands down. It's baggage. Exactly. But, and but he actually doesn't do anything except for the hard tires. No, I mean, <laughs> but that like sounds I said, like the whole, have you ever been to Safeway Tire? Yes, of course. That sounds yeah. like the whole crew down there. It is. Safeway Tire. You're a Clevelander and you've ever, never had Safeway put two tires on your vehicle before. I mean, they're awesome. They're fast as hell. They are the world's but greatest tires. They are the world's greatest is. tire suppliers. And I, I was working for a company that had 20 vehicles. Shuffles. I, don't, I'm not, I still don't know. Yeah. How men that shuffle so f- slowly around yeah. get tires on your car so fast? Well, but it's Safeway. It's, <laughs> it's, safe. it's Safeway. The rules of science do not apply at Safeway. It's the Safeway tire. shuffle. It is the Safeway <laughs> shuffle. Yeah, and and it does get jumped. But yeah, that dude's got. You really got to grease the fuck out of him. And uh, and he was right because he's every time I give him the tire and I I walk outside boom. and go to light a cigarette and I hear boom and I'm like, well, there we are, you know. And it's not explosive boom like. Where we're all using flammables, we're using accelerants. Yeah, because that's my go-to is always a little starting fluid. You know, throw a match at it, and Bob's your uncle. She's on usually, you know, and it jumps around the shop for a while too, which is fun. But they're, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you get to get chased around by a tire. <laughs> like the PVC shoved up yeah. through the bead and a. Oh yeah! Hey. I will never, ever not use explosives on a tough tire ever again. <laughs> the time Dustin and I did a whole tundra worth of tires. Oh, my God. And they're big tires, and we just couldn't get them to sit right with using the regular method. And I was like, oh, come on. And I, that, We're wasting time here. We're wasting time here. <laughs> and I did. And once we, got that, once we got the starting fluid in there and just gave it, the first one did such a perfect job. Boom. And it was 10 PSI. Yeah. So it was like, it seated the bead, and it was 10 PSI. If we needed to, we could go ride that fucker. Like, <laughs> we could drive off-road. We don't need a compressor. We're there. We're at the correct pressure for off-roading, so. And it's vulcanized. And it is vulcanized. <laughs> <laughs> I think acetylene would be fun. You ever use acetylene? No. I would never. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> Just for fun in the shop with balloons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it it acetylene's a cruel mistress. Oh yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. And now we don't have any overhead lighting or windows <laughs> or windows, <laughs> windows anywhere yeah. near us. Yeah. yeah, it blows everything out. There was a guy in the Cleveland area blew himself up here uh, probably twenty years ago. Oh yeah, acetylene. Acetylene done, done the balloon trick, you know. Oh, he was doing the balloon trick. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. yeah. And it just ripped his body apart. Well, his tanks had a leak or his hose had a leak, oh, whatever, okay. you know. Yeah. And the balloon went off, and so did the rest of the tanks. Yeah. If you are a welder, by the way, if you are a welder and you have an oxyacetylene rig in your house and you got the, you know, you got the two hoses that came with the kit and you bought the kit at Harbor Freight 15 years ago, (laughs) you need new hoses. Trust me. That Harbor Freight hose doesn't last, especially when it's sitting in the corner of your garage. And we go through enough of it with our air compressors here, you know, cut the last six inches off. Okay, cut the last six inches Mm -hmm. off. Okay, cut the last six inches off. Because anytime it moves, it cracks and it doesn't come back. When you're down to a foot, it's kind of hard to fill it. It is yeah. hard to fill it. <laughs> when I checked my, uh, I checked my oxyacetylene torches at home, and they weren't Harbor Freight, but they were like Home Depot, which is like Harbor yeah. Freight-ish. Yeah. <laughs> it's a degree of it. It's a degree of yeah. a different yeah. part of China. Slightly, yeah. 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 Right. yeah. Different province. Yeah, Campbell Hausfeld, yeah. yeah. And I checked them, and they were bad. They were real bad. And I know that... If I'm sitting out there and I'm welding, I'm welding over here, but the gas is leaking over there. So yeah. there were cracks? And sooner or later, they're going to meet. Uh, <laughs> My welding and the leaking is going to run into each other, and it's going to be awesome for like a second. 
Yeah. But yeah, they're cracked. They're cracked. They dry rot and crack out. I had my introduction to acetylene when I was like 13. This kid whose dad was a welder brought this trash bag down. Yep. He's like, watch this. And he puts a rock on it and sprays ether on it in yep. a cul-de-sac. Oh, boy. And then lit the, the ether. Yeah. And every window in the entire cul-de-sac Broke. blew out. It cost him like $20,000 <laughs> yeah. for that balloon. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. When acetylene goes on, oh, yeah. it, has a, it has a better property than just gas. Yeah. You know? It goes off in a hurry. Yeah, you know? yeah. A lot it's, of energy. It's creating its fast. own atmosphere real well, quick. There's a pressure wave there. Yeah, sure. yeah. And that's why every time I've ever had somebody pull the acetylene balloon trick, I've always fucking hated that person. Yeah, yeah. He's like, great. Now I, I got to pick all the wrenches up off the tool bench. Yeah, because yeah. right. they all went down. And I'm 15 percent less here, which is great. <laughs> Thanks shit. a lot, guys. Yeah, it's it's been uh, for for us this summer's been pretty chaotic at the shop. We've been hustling every day. We're we're jamming bikes. These guys are turning many, many bikes out of the service department on a daily basis. And it's been it's been a real education to watch the way we've changed here, where a guy shows up with a bike and we're like, we're looking at the bike and we're like, no. And we've become the worst, horrible, like, we have become a bunch of elitist fucks at the shop. When somebody brings a bike in and we're like, yep, yeah, that's a Magna. And we're not working on it. Well, but it only... Uh, 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 <laughs> we said no. Now, off you fuck. Get out of here. Are you wearing a hat? Yeah. Go fuck it. Would you like a hat? <laughs> here, I provide you with a, a free hat. Go fuck and it. And we won't work on your bike, but we'll give you a really good deal on a hat. We'll sell you a hat. <laughs> I, I'm looking at the Royal Enfield hat over there. Totally appropriate. <laughs> totally appropriate for fucking. Yeah. And a box of tissues. And a box of tissues. Yeah. Here's your Royal Enfield fuck your hat. We should, we should make we should make a line of hats with front holes. <laughs> speaking, speaking of Royal Enfield, did you see that they're they're going to do a bigger Himalaya possibly with the oh, really? 650 twin? They have a 650 twin. Well, they have the 650 twin motor they've been putting right. in the bullet. Right. Yeah. So there's right. this whole rumor thing happening where they they might a do a big Himalaya with yeah. a 650 twin interceptor. Yeah. And all these guys are you know losing. Oh, yeah. 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 It's right. going to be called the South Africa. It's twin. only going to weigh like South Africa <laughs> twin. <laughs> <laughs> it's the South Africa twin. <laughs> but you know the internet's are all guessing the weight. You can only buy. Oh, it's going to be a 400 pound, 600 cc adventure bike and that and that. Yeah, and you know what? Once again, give us a chance to ride the regular 350 Himalaya for a while. Mm-hmm. I just I'm going to say my personal experience with the quality of Royal Enfield's products has not been great. Right. So, and honestly, looking at any of the Indian product that we've seen, has not been great. Right. And you know, I mean, you know, it's funny. So size stands are breaking off of BMW 310s because they're from India. Right. Because they're not used to the kind of ravages that Americans put on side stands. Metallurgy. Metallurgy. But a lot of people bitch. What's that? I put a Honda GX industrial full star motor in it. But it's funny that all these people have opinions a lot of times. And you read all these opinions and stuff. And they're speculative. Or they've gone to a dealership and they sat there. Then you have guys like yourself that's like, no, I've ridden it. I've been invited places, and I've ridden this. Yeah. I've done that. I've sold this. I've we were in all kinds of weird bikes. And then they're so, like, yeah. oh, you, you just hate that company. Yeah. You're like, no, I, I have like a year or two experience in dealing with all of this. Oh, the first time when we came back from Piaggio and we got to ride the Piaggio MP3, there was no question about it. It's the second I got off that bike, I was like, this is not going to end well. Mm-hmm. You know, like the second that they let us ride that bike, and I parked the thing and took my keys out of the ignition and 
walked away from it, I was like, I've never felt so inept in my, in my life. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, you said? <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Fart jokes. I love them. Toilet paper roll. I'm like, what the fuck is this? If you leave that out anywhere, soon enough somebody will touch it. And it will make that noise. Yeah, I've been trying to play that game too. It hasn't happened. Oh, man. I'm like... <laughs> it's here. Yeah. It's here. Sooner so, did anybody else see the Grom that was done by Zero? No, I'm good. <laughs> yes, I did. No. Oh yeah. Yeah. That sounds fucking awesome. Hey, yeah. I love the whole caption of the article and stuff. Was like, when Grom engineers have a day off or two, they make the most ridiculous. When Zero. Insane, when zero sorry, engineers. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah, 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 zero yeah. engineers. Zero engineers had a day off apparently. Yeah. Is it a, is it a concept? They bought a Grom. <clears throat> yeah. They, oh, they, they oh, ungrammed it. They yep. they pulled the motor out they of it completely. The fuck out of it. And they just put in a zero motor. But they well, geared it, it, it and limited the speed to like 60 miles an hour to make sure you didn't murder yourself. Yeah. But the torque is all there. It's 88 foot pounds of torque. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like yeah. as fast as you can twist your. Right. Legs. Yeah. I still think it's probably the greatest idea ever of anything. As a motorcycle rider goes. If I could have a Grom with 88 foot-pounds of torque oh, and electric yeah, motor, which means, by the way, it's silent. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, my God. <laughs> Giggity. <laughs> you, I, I didn't get the specs, though. So, like, so since it weighs so much less, are they getting more distance well, out of I'm it? Well, I'm going to... Here's, here's, once again, wild speculation, only being a zero dealer and having the information I have. It probably has a 3.25 or 3.7-ish battery in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it probably has one cell. It does, one yeah. cube. it does just have one battery. So one cube is nice. It weighs 36 pounds or so, and it fits in the space that a normal gas, gas tank, tank would right, occupy. Right, right. So they probably took the Grom tank, cut it apart, put the battery in the middle of it, and, and screwed it back together again. Right. So it kept the aesthetics of it. And then your battery's right where your fuel was, and the weight's about the same anyway. So 20 but, miles if you beat the crap out of it. I'm going to say if you yeah if you try to rape it probably 25 miles and if you go remotely chill on it 40 miles yeah. yeah 40 or 50 miles and if it's governed back so that you can't go over a certain amount of power which it would have to be because the ground yeah. is so tiny and the wheelbase is so short the Grom Reaper, it's called. The Grom, the Grim <laughs> Reaper. The no, Grom it's the Grom Reaper. Reaper. Yeah. I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. That's better than any name Kimco's ever come up with in sixty <laughs> years. I want to call it the Grom Reaper. It has an eight hundred percent boost in <laughs> torque. An eight hundred percent boost in torque. This is a great, great quote. He said, "The stock Grom has a tiny frame and a low performance engine." Right. Cole tells us that's one of the engineers yeah, from one Zero. Of the engineers yeah. From so I saw the potential to really showcase the power and quality of the Zero drivetrain. Yeah, and you did. <laughs> and you fucking did, didn't you? I raped it. I did. I, I, I reaped it. No, so I raped it. Yeah. He said the, the stock ROM has 10 horsepower. Right. What they have in there now has 27. Right. And torque goes up by a staggering 800% right. from 8 to 66 foot-pounds. Right. Nice. Yeah. A Honda ground with more torque than a Yamaha MT-09. Exactly. Right. That's what it comes down to. What would you call it, though? They'd call it exactly they call it the Grom Reaper. Oh, oh that's, what, okay. that's what they named it. That's what they did. Oh, they are, they yeah, beat me yeah. to the punch. To make it not murderous, right. they have a 55-tooth rear sprocket right. that's almost as big as the 12-inch wheel. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
The weight went up one pound? Eight pounds. Eight pounds. Wow. Perfect. Looks. Oh yeah. They, well, guess what? That's what I was saying. Yeah. They actually really? made bodywork. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. looks. A, uh, <clears throat> a joint venture in well, the future. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it should be. But if Zero wanted to build that, they don't have to go buy anything from anyone. Have Zero everything. builds yeah. motorcycles from the ground up. Yamaha yeah. just came out with a TYE. Like, so the, the TY trials bike, Yeah, they have a TYE, what's an electric, they do. electric. It's an electric. electric trials yeah. bike. Which is fucking great. That's cheating, though. It's no, a trials it bike. Yeah. You don't have a clutch or... Right. Oh, but you also don't have what? You also don't Breaking have gyroscopic engine. motion of the engine helping you stay upright. Uh, yeah. No, you do, because they actually have a clutch. So Oh, they do? I read about so that, it's too. So it's a spinner. It's a spinning You can spin, spin the electric motor. Once again, uh, according to ooh, according to Dean Kamen, at that point, it'll just stand upright like a Segway. Mm. Because without a clutch, how could you do trials? These guys have to have a clutch. Have to have a clutch. Yeah, yes. yeah. You can't have the yeah. You do well, have a clutch. Fantastic. Mm. Well, that's cool. Yeah. 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 Which I might be fun on. We'll admit it. What, would, what if a zero had a clutch and he'd just be like? And we're electric fanboys. No. <laughs> I had a customer try to kill himself the other day on a fucking no. Strike that. I had a customer try and kill himself the other day on a stock zero S, the small motor with the small batteries. Right? And the power tank, the, the charge tank. In eco mode. In, in eco mode. In eco mode. Left here in fucking eco mode and painted a stripe out on the road. I saw the headlight coming back at me. <laughs> hey, where are you going? I thought he dropped a quarter or something. He just wanted to get it. Fucking ridiculous, man. He leaves here. I'm like, you got everything? Everything cool? Yeah, I ride bikes all the time. It's great. It's no problem. Okay, cool. You, you break it, you bought it, you signed it. We're, we're good. And I'm like, I'm going to sell this bike one way or the other, and this guy might be the guy. <laughs> God, he spun that thing around so quick. The, the tire never hooked up. It never had a chance. The second his Did he have a smile on his face when he spun around? I don't know. Okay. I have no idea. I couldn't see past his giant eyes. Okay. His <laughs> eyes were so big, they filled up the entire visor. Like a sugar helmet. glider. Yeah. <laughs> that is the problem with the curve on that bike, though, yeah. because it's almost like a timing curve. Yeah. You can crack the throttle where you're almost not moving. Right. Yeah. But then if you lay into it yes. after a few seconds, yes. then you have 100% of torque. Yes. But if you roll on it, yeah. you can roll it all the way out, oh, yeah. and you're not going to break the tire yeah. loose. But it's that, that few seconds after. He had managed to crack the code of the world's most perfect hole shot <laughs> in a zero. He, did, he figured it out totally by accident. As he made the transition from our concrete apron to the asphalt street, and the tire went from concrete to asphalt, it just immediately started looping. Mm. And it just it just 
got greasy and cooked up in like that nanosecond. And he spun the back tire so the ass went swung out into oncoming traffic. He went over the double yellow line. And he just kept, the, the, the headlight just kept getting lower and lower and lower and lower until he was straight on looking back at me. And he was straight on looking back at me, and he got his foot out in just the right spot and had the sense of mind to just crush the brakes. And he crushed the front brake, which pinned the bike into its location, and everything stopped happening at the same time. And he got his shit together, Aww. and he looked both ways. <laughs> that was his reaction. And he and messed his drawers. <laughs> yeah. and he, and he was, I was I looked at, eyes locked, and I heard. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I did. I, I saw him, and he looked at me, and he saw I was watching him, and he was like, oh, and shit. he shook his head, and I was like, just go. Keep going. <laughs> Off you fuck. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he respected it. Like, he instantly yeah. respected the bike. And so when he left after that, he was way more chill. And he came back. Yeah, he barely got down his feet. But when he brought it back, he was like, oh, my God, that thing's fucking fast. It's crazy fast. It's amazing. It's holy shit. It's great. I was like, that's the slow one. <laughs> that's the slowest one they make. That is the slowest zero. In the slowest mode that it rides in. Exactly. <laughs> you are riding the slowest zero in the slowest mode. Lessons aren't cheap, but he just got a very cheap lesson. Oh, I was hoping it was an $11,000 lesson. <laughs> I was really thinking. I was like, that's the easiest sale I made all day. Yeah. 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 Any of you reckless and irresponsible people with great credit want to come and test ride a zero, I'm your guy. <laughs> Seven years, this baby's all yours. <laughs> Oh. And you wanted to modify it anyway, so you know, just you know, remove some of that body work yourself and get right down to the nitty gritty. Get some real custom tuning going on. Pavement works really well at sanding off the it factory does. finish. Yeah, yeah, it takes off the factory finish real nice. It rubs all the new right off the motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a that's a beauty. So, if you were to tell somebody right now, middle of summer, you've been riding your motorcycle for couple three thousand miles that your bike is clearly as good as it's going to be and you're totally okay to go out and ride in the distinguished gentleman's ride next month mm-hmm. because you've been riding your bike all summer and it's perfect how how could it be anything less than perfect i've been riding it for the past two three months what would you check on your bike right now chain there yeah What'd you say? Tires. Tires for tires fucking one. sure. Yeah. First yeah. thing. That's, Steve said it. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. The number of tires that have come into this shop in the past couple of weeks that are round and black and ancient, meaning not from this century. Yeah, it's real. And when I look down and can't find a date code on the tire, it's an old tire. Or how about this? How about even with tires? So... I ride my Super Town a lot and all the other bikes, but yeah. my Husky, I don't ride as much. Okay. And so it was sitting for a couple of weeks, and the air pressure went down on tires because they're tubed and whatever, yeah. you know. So I inflated them back up to whatever. I was going to ride on the, the road, so like 30-something, whatever. And I hit the highway, and it was like a pogo stick. My friend was like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, I broke anymore? my wheel. I'm like, what did I do? So my brain started to work after a few minutes because yeah. it doesn't work all the time right away. Yeah, it I got back, and my, my buddy Michael, we were going for a ride. He's like, bring it back. Let's unair it, whatever. We had to unair the tire, right. break the bead loose, 
Really? Oh. Because what happens sometimes is if you don't so ride for just for a couple of weeks, right? Okay. Mm. But it sat long enough that it went down that the, bead, the bead moved a little bit and made sunk. an off-rounded spot. That's a real bead. Yeah. Wow. You know, if so you had ridden it long enough, you would have hydrolocked your forks. Oh, that's, that's right. Because we had my, that. My, my, buddy, mm-hmm. my buddy did that yeah. one time. He yeah. did the same thing. Mm-hmm. He aired down the tire or whatever, put it in to, to get it to get the tailgate closed. Yep. He went, aired it back up, took it for a ride. He's like, oh my god, the whole front end feels. Yeah. Let's take a. He's like, and and my fork. He took it out on the highway. He's like, maybe it'll go away. Stiff as your forks become solid. So what it did was it pumped all the fluid up into the top. You're right. It hydro locked them. And then your forks yeah. aren't forks anymore. So always, but all you have to do break. is take the caps off, crack the caps <laughs> off, and let it leak back down, and you're fine. And break the bead, and then re- re- break the, the bead, bead, straighten yep. the tire yep. out, and then we have to crack the caps off and get get everything. But that's honestly, well. people don't think about that. And they're thinking yeah. that like like my bearings yeah. are bad, all this right. other stuff's bad. Yeah. No, your tire, you know, you let it sit for right. too long a little bit, yeah. and all of a sudden, my like, what did I hit? Yeah, somebody take my bike and hit something. Yeah. We've heard that. Yeah, yep. where you know, oh, you guys did this and that, and now my bike does this. Like, well, bad news for you. Your rim was bent before you brought the bike in. You gotta grease the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like blazing saddles. <laughs> and the women. What do you do with the women? Oh, we rape the shit out of them. <laughs> At the and number six dance later. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing that just that happened bad. to us today. Yeah. Chain. Yeah. Dude Chain. shows up on a 30, 31,000 or 35,000 mile Magna. Chain drive Magna, you know, last edition of the Magna, the affordable Magnus. 750? Cheap to build, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cheap to build Magnus. And so he shows up on the Magna, and I go out and ride this thing, and it is like, the back end feels like the sketchiest thing in the world. Something is fucking horribly wrong. The rear axle has got to be loose. There's no way that the rear axle can be stationary, because the chain is clearly pulling the axle forward, on acceleration, right? And the chain is clearly, the, exa- the axle's clearly going back in the stops when you're decelerating. So there's something wrong. Like, whoever fucked with this bike. And the guy had been to our shop a month or so ago, and we looked at his chain and said, you need a new chain, you need two new sprockets. This is not serviceable. They lube the shit out of it. Well... When you've got a chain that's really, really bad, in one tire position, one wheel position, the chain is mega tight across the top. Mm-hmm. And at the next wheel position, you know, 12 inches of rotation later, the chain is super saggy. Well, when you get a chain that's both tight and loose at the same time, wrap your head around that, but the, cha- the chain really is tight and loose at the same time. Because the bike sat for a long time and it corroded into a non-flexible... Yeah. Everybody thinks chains stretch. Chains don't actually stretch. Yeah. Where the roller, mm-hmm. where the center links fit onto the mm-hmm. pins, yep. wears. That's right. So while the links seem to get further apart, right. it's not stretch. It's it's right. wear. Right. And what's happened on a chain like that, it's cumulative. It's worn yep. because it sat and like this part that was around the, the back sprocket curve. and this part that was around the front sprocket got rusty. You got and it. Somebody <laughs> took it out and wrote it. Yep. And those rusty parts went. Yep. Yeah. Look at CTX. You like that? You yep. like that? Yeah. That was a really good example. CTX. CTX was another one. Yeah. And then and then CTX a foot, did that. A couple of feet on yeah. either side. Yes, of the it stiff. did. Yeah. <laughs> and you're right. It, it, that was the good example of that. And this guy brought that bike in today, and it was fucking awful. And it was terrible. 
And our, I, we told the guy, we're like, we're not going to look at this bike again until you buy a chain and sprockets. Mm -hmm. So you can take this bike home. We don't care what you do with it. Well, but it's not safe to ride like this. Yeah, you're right. It's not safe to ride I like this. I told you already. But you just said something right. really important yeah. that a lot of people don't do either. If you rode your bike enough that you stretched your chain out and you fucked your chain up, mm -hmm. just spend the extra 75 or 100 bucks and buy sprockets, too. Well, yeah. So many people put a new chain oh, on shitty spread. sprockets, yeah. and they're like, it feels different, it's breaking, all this stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, your chain wore out, yeah. and it fucked your sprockets yeah. up. Don't cheap yeah. out. If you're yeah. buying a chain, buy sprockets. Yeah. Just be that way. Yeah, because it, it, it is, those sprockets have molested themselves to the point where they work with that chain. Right. And when you put a good chain on there, it won't work right anymore. Mm -hmm. So, But that chain was a pretty good example of that brought, I was like, when we have a podcast tonight, I want to talk about that because, <laughs> you know, we, a lot of people who listen to us have a bike that may have been sitting for a few years and then they bring it out. Well, you guys have worked on it at one point. It felt smooth and great. But here a month or month or two months later, and he's like, he came into the shop. He's like, well, I need to take this bike to Chicago <laughs> in five days. You better rent a truck. <laughs> <laughs> well, this guy's an over-the-road truck driver. So he's an over-the-road truck driver, and this magnet is his only non-over-the-road truck vehicle. And apparently, I, I was further... It was, Could be bobtailing around then. Cause. Well, but why do guys always feel the need to tell me? He's well, I just got out of jail. You know, he told me, yeah. that like, he told me that like three times uh, yeah. when he was here a month ago, yeah. and I adjusted it. Right. Like it was some kind of, you know. Red, like he deserves special treatment because he just got out yeah. of jail. Mm. And I'm like, you weren't in jail for good behavior. Like, you were in jail because you are some kind of fuckwit that can't be in Gross society. Gross abuse of a chain. chain. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally illegal. <laughs> but you know what? You can I didn't know we were jailing motherfuckers for that now. I think that's a good idea. You yeah, can badmouth that, that Magna all you want. When they're actually running well and they're a good bike, that's yeah. a cheap, nice bike. They are. Yeah, yeah, it's a great bike. I, I, I've owned three of them. I had a Magna 750 I think we're going to call that the, jet, the second, second or third generation. Because generation one would have been... 87 yeah. through oh yeah because yeah. then there was whatever 88 87 and 88 well there was the first one and then there was the super magna yeah right. the super magna so this would be a generation three. three three yeah and Four, they had wonderful they had like the banana yeah and then the purple scallop yeah. and the red and black i had two red and black scallops but i also had a banana and then they had the the purple and white one which yeah. was like the chick one you know oh yeah the purple and white one yeah, yeah, yeah purple and white scallop magna pretty yeah. cool looking yeah but you know what i mean for seriously for the money like and the thing is is most of the people that originally bought them put like 800 miles on them. it's a v4 and they rip like fuck yeah i mean yeah. a v4 motor is its own beautiful passion it's fairly bike. comfortable yeah. and it's not a bad bike no they're not bad bikes no they're not no. and they fixed it they made them affordable they put a chain on it so mm -hmm. they put a chain on it which made them cheaper to build and you know, they get a little bit of a wider tire back there, mm -hmm. and that satisfies the homoerotic, you know, type people that need a big fat tire in the back. It's a great motorcycle. Can we make the tire fatter? No. It helps to turn in. It's fine the way it is, but the tire would look better if it were fatter. Oh, to you, right? The engineers didn't think so. The engineers went, that's the right size. Ship it. And everybody went, America went, Nope, needs a fatter tire. And then proceeded to ruin the motorcycles. Yeah, and that's just kind of what happens. So it's 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 the game that people play. And, and I did notice that the donk thing, like the whole 32-inch front wheel thing, yeah. has trickled into the mainstream. Oh, it's full swing right now. Yeah. It's insane. Really? Yeah. It's insane. There's nine or ten motorcycles that you can buy right now that have irresponsibly tall wheels on them from yep. the factory. 
it, when you go to these no bike nights, sense. it's yeah. no joke. You yeah. see everybody from 22-year-old kids yeah. to 60-year-old dudes with these... Ju- like, I'm like... What, what, how much suspension do you have with I a 36 kept my inch PC front wheel? And put like a 26 on the front Dude, a 26 on the front of a PC 800. Just go full rigid with it. Yeah. And just have the tire <laughs> just touching the bottom of the headlight. <laughs> no, no, remember when we were kids, you used to get like a Schwinn Stingray. Yeah. You put like a big fork on the front and have yeah. like a, a 27 inch front wheel on a Schwinn Stingray. That's we were doing the Schwinn Stingray, but well, we were. Do- I was doing the Huffy Fake Stingray, but yeah. dude, yeah. you just got it though. I had the you Sears just... All Pro, mm-hmm. so but I was doing another set of forks and pounded them on the six sets of forks, and then the ten-inch wheel off of the little retarded kid down the street's bicycle because <laughs> he crashes it too much anyway. Just take the tire off, and so you take that and put that on the front. So you got like the twenty-inch cheater slick on the back, cheetah slick, cheetah, yeah, the cheetah slick on the back, and on the front you had the kid's stolen little, you know. Little tiny 10, not, 12 yeah. inch. What I got it though. Yeah. I, do you know why this is popular? Yeah. Because yeah. what he just That's said just clicked with me and I get it. What year did the big wheel come out? You mean the actual big wheel? <laughs> the big wheel. Oh, I was a baby. 68, 70? Yeah. 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 All these guys are 50 now and they have money. Yeah. Oh. And they're reliving their big wheel <laughs> youth with their baggers. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> That's a big wheel. Some douchebag built. Some douchebag built a I Harley. I saw the, the, the gasoline powered big wheel. Oh, yeah, green, yeah. green machine. Yeah, yeah, green machine. yeah. There's a there's a V8 powered <laughs> big wheel and there's a V8 powered Harley. I'm mean, a Harley powered green machine. Yeah, thank you. Have you seen the uh, Honda uh, uh, riding lawnmower with like a, a VFR 1000 motor? No, <laughs> it's it's available. It's available. They're, 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 they're sent it to the Good, the Goodwood Speed Festival in England. Oh, really? It's this is a this is not like a hillbilly built in his garage. This is like Honda of Japan or maybe Honda of America. I don't know. Discovered weed. <laughs> but but Man. they built a, a, a VFR. riding line motor, line motor with a VFR 1000 motor. Wow! Yeah. Well done, guys. Yeah. Well well done. Done. Yeah. Shit. Think of how much beer you get from that. You mow so many lawns. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing they said. It, it will mow lawns up to 50 miles an hour. Oh my! God. <laughs> yeah, the carbon it won't fiber. actually cut anything. Right. But no, it, no, it, no, it, it had carbon fiber blades on it. And they said, was it a real mower? The RPMs or, uh, have to be right was, it, was it a spool mower or was it a a spool mower, or was it a rotating blade mower? Rotating blade. Yeah. George 7,000 Jones rolled over his grave. Yeah. God damn, I need one of them. I need one of them. <laughs> yeah, I... I just, uh, that's the... I mean, the God bless him. That's, that's great. I mean, that's a great application of power. Oh, and anybody want... Uh, podcast listeners, I have a 2010 Honda VFR 1200 with zero actual guaranteed verified crate miles. Yeah. With a battery in it, it fired. We fired up. We started it. That's fine. I've ro- I've ridden it from the truck to the shop. We did. We have not made the odometer say one yet. The odometer still says zero. And I know if I push it around the shop anymore, we're going to crack that one mile mark. And it's the beautiful burgundyish burgundy yes. color, yeah, burgundy silver. And it is not a DCT. It is a real proper six speed motorcycle. If anybody wants it, while it's still a zero mile bike, let. Me know now because I can't look at it anymore. I got to start riding it. <laughs> <laughs> and once I start riding it, it's going to have some miles on it. So if anybody wants a museum quality zero mile, literally crate Honda, never never been titled. I have the M- I have the MSO. And what the, 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 those yeah. had a lot of tech on them, right? Well, yeah, they're amazing bikes. Yeah, right. I see. You can ride it when you start riding. Yeah, of course you can. <laughs> <laughs> Of course you can. Absolutely, everyone can. That's fine. The uh, 
but it's it's going to be we're going to I want to sell it. I want to sell it for as close to $10,000 as I can get. So, for a brand new Fair zero dial. Oh yeah. They were like 16 grand new. Mm-hmm. 16.999 or something. Disappointed. What's that? You will not be disappointed. Right. And break. and just read read about it. And mm-hmm. you can buy one now for, you know, 10 grand. So, you know, if you're thinking about going out and buying a new Bonneville or something, maybe you should have an interceptor instead. You know, that might be a thing you might be interested in. But I've decided I, I can't look at it anymore. I need to ride it or it needs to be gone. So if I look at it, it's it's making me think weird things. So it's gonna have to get it's gonna have to get yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently this weekend or next weekend, uh, Labor Day weekend is Pittsburgh's Mods versus Rockers Festival. Oh. So listeners make sure you go to the the Pittsburgh Mods versus Rockers. The guy who's the organizer came in here and was falling all over himself in our <laughs> shop. You know, he just kept walking around pointing at things. Drooling. Oh my god. Yeah. What is that? Oh my god. That's not oil on the ground. You need to put that away, sir. <laughs> I saw a guy sitting at a bar up in some like in Plattsburgh or something. Mm-hmm. Had a mod, Cleveland Mods versus Rockers. Oh, he did. T-shirt on. That's funny. He said he was lamenting the fact that it didn't happen this year. Right. Well, he said it's taking a year off to heal. Yeah. So we're taking a year off to heal. We're coming back bigger and better next year. Um, think if you think overnight drinking party, then you probably have got Mods versus Rockers 2019 figured out. So that's kind of what we're going for. Bonfire. We're going for maximum shenanigans in the woods. We have to talk to you about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we need to have it somewhere, but. He was funny because he was looking at the GB500 in the window, and he was like, he just stopped talking, walking, breathing, and he goes, that's a GB500. And I went, you're fucking kidding me, really? <laughs> I didn't know. And he goes, there, what one? That's a, that's, that's a real GB500. And I go, well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course it is. And he goes, it's beautiful. And I was like, yeah, my wife's is nicer. Yeah. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> so he's like, you bring that down, you will win best, you'll, you'll win best Japanese class. I'm like, no, I won't, because it's a stock-ish GB500 with the 600 top end on it, you know, and a super <clears throat> trap pipe. No, that's, that's all that thing is. That's not a custom bike. Honda was nice enough to build that that way. You know, it's cool, but it ain't custom. It shouldn't win any trophies. He mentioned T-shirts, right? Yeah. So I work in Willoughby. All right, at this place, and I was leaving work, and in the middle of the street, I see this guy walking down the street in a yeah. fat Cleveland Moto shirt. In a fat Cleveland Moto, like shirt. he was, yeah, just a big old fat Cleveland Moto shirt. He was not a skinny guy, big dude. Yeah, Cleveland Motor but his shirt. shirt was bigger than he was. Yeah, and he had a, a, a shirt that was bigger than he was. And I don't know what was going on, but I was going to say hi. I was going to be like, hey, you know, right. whatever. And then the guy that was with them, in the middle of the year, so like he turns around and bitch slaps him in the face. In the of the <laughs> oh, no. was, this, was this heavy fella extra hippie? No. Like he, was, he, he had a, a ponytail. Ponytail. Ponytail beard. Yeah. Like I don't know about the beard. Mike. but It might have been Mike. Oh, but, <laughs> but this it was dude, probably Mike. This dude clopped this guy open-handed in the grill in the middle of an intersection on a uh, walking thing, and I just started laughing and just beat my horn and gave him the fuck yeah. That That's all I could do. And then he hit him again. <laughs> yeah, well done on your abuse of your friend. <laughs> oh, again. And Take I, that. I've got more where that came from. Yeah. Off I fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Every time he beeps, I shall hit you. 
I got a whole bag of beeps here for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you remember when we all rode the uh, KTM Duke 390? Mm-hmm. <laughs> remember when we all rode the KTM 90? I remember. We all remember yeah. how we rode it until yeah. it okay. became a little excited. Mm-hmm. Hot. It got a little hot. Bothered. Yeah. Frothy. Do you know that if you have a thing and you're a manufacturer and you say that that didn't happen, mm-hmm. that eventually enough people on the internet will prove you wrong? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, apparently the internet has spoken and KTM 390 Dukes do overheat. Uh, KTM's official position on the overheating of its KTM 390 Dukes is they're supposed to. Ah. <laughs> that sounds like them. So I've Apple. tried that one a couple times, let me tell you. Yeah, Especially yeah, on my yeah. wife. Yeah. It's supposed to it's do that. To <laughs> That's the way it works. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. KTM's You're official, doing something wrong. KTM's official corporate policy is we didn't fuck up. You fucked up. You're using it wrong. You're using it wrong. Yeah. Is exactly That's exactly what Apple they said. Playbook, man. They pull that shit all the time. They said you're using it wrong. They would like to remind you that this is a high compression motor. Mm. That this 390cc motorcycle that develops 48 horsepower was not meant to live in stop and go traffic. Uh, it was shit. meant to be unleashed on a racetrack. It was meant to move along at high speed sure. so its radiator could receive ample amounts of cooling. Yeah. And that riding it, stop and go in traffic, is contrary to the design of the vehicle. Yeah. Thank you, KTM, for trying desperately to put off the recall that I'm certain is going to happen. Because at some point, you're going to have 19 or 20 of these bikes with warped heads. And you're going to have to admit that the bike you sold is not suitable for service in an, in a reasonably um, commuting environment. That was I like BMW. BMW is like, oh, no. I stand by my review. They already had two major recalls on it when it just came out of the gate. <clears throat> yeah. Were they heat-related? Uh, man, I, I forget I don't what they were, yeah. but I know I had to pick a billion of those parts when I worked there. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, why the fuck do I have like five of these on every order? Like recall. Yeah, parts are falling off because of leprosy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is the fanboys. So I, I tracked this a couple of days ago. I checked it out, and either there are such strong. I mean, you get fanboys with everything. Like, well, I just paid seven thousand dollars for this motorcycle. Don't you tell me I'm dumb. Right. Yeah, I didn't. I don't make mistakes. I want it to be perfect. It has to be perfect because I be bought perfect. it. It must be perfect because I'm smart and I don't do dumb things. So yeah, so or KTM has hired a whole bunch of bots to just go out and <laughs> yeah. be like, anytime somebody says they troll the internet, and if you see the word KTM, Duke, and overheating, <laughs> like you know, Plaid Vixen four eighty six jumps on and says. Well, no, mine never does that because I ride it like it's meant to be ridden. It's a beast, and I take it out on the freeway and just crush it at 110 miles If it miles overheated, an hour. it's because you suck as a rider, not That's because of the bike. Exactly. Right, and right, yeah. the, the, res, the responses are very much exactly like that. Yeah, yeah. So the responses are very much like, well, if you were better, your bike wouldn't overheat. Get, just get caught in traffic one day. Right. Yeah. Just like, yeah. like I'm coming home on 90... And I get stuck in traffic on the BMW. It's all, all the way up to like seven, seven. You know, they run at five bars, right? All the time. Yeah, you're at seven bars. Yeah, and it's not overheating, 
bike. If you're on that bike, you're screwed. That was Chris Smith. I just ignored him. <laughs> I answered him. He was, he, he was texting. Well, he wants to be on. He wants to be live. Yeah. Yeah. He, but we had a good topic going here. I don't know if I want to ruin that. So with yeah. <laughs> snores. <laughs> I remember the two recalls while I was there. Okay. Uh, one was the uh, piston for the master cylinder for the front brake. Oh. Okay. Uh, I mean, it overheated. I'm, I'm, yeah, it overheated. <laughs> <laughs> You're using it wrong. Yeah. And uh, the other one was an oil seal. Which and they one? were replacing oh. them there. Like, oh, they were. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like all yeah. of a sudden, like every order would have like 50 of these things. Okay. Like, Where the fuck are these going? Yeah. You know, and I check, and it was a recall. But you know, funny enough, like I follow a bunch of different like like guys that left their lives and our lives, not wives, yeah. and are traveling around the world endlessly, right? Yep. And yeah. so these guys are reporting back from South America and stuff, and he's like, oh, I need a new back tire, and I found this shop in, like, wherever or something, South America. Yeah. He's like, they had three tires and 27 KTM top ends. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Oh, like, literally went in the shop. That's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah. like, these, it's, it's yeah. kind of a known thing, I guess, yeah. if you think about 27 it. 27 <laughs> KTM top ends. <laughs> yeah, they're a bit of a sacrificial item. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, get him. Just go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, I never went a Chris, day without right. grabbing top ends. Yeah, oh yeah, I, I don't for <laughs> for the life. <laughs> I went to a, so for that little bit of extra pep that you get out of it, you might as well just go with the CBR. Well, and you know Joe mm-hmm. Joe Hangosh, our friend, you know that we've all been friends with for years. Joe came in, his wife uh, his wife's taken a little break from riding for a number of years, having children and whatnot. She's getting back into riding, and Joe rides a Moto Guzzi, and she wanted to get a bike, and she's had 600s before. She's had other bikes before, and she came in, sat on everything, and she bought the black CB300. So nice. she bought the black yeah. CB300. Nice. Yeah. Good choice. Good. Yeah. 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 And, she, and it's funny, because she came in, she sat on it, she looked at every bike in here, and she kept going back to that bike. And she when she came in, she was like, Joe, I'm not even going to look at a bike under 600 cc's. That's mm. what she said. That's a fun little bike. Yeah. It's a yeah. damn yeah. fun bike. Even us fat guys thought and, that. And, and, and <laughs> she's, it's a practical bike. Oh. For like 90% of riding, like a lot of people like That's overestimate what they're going to ride and what they do. Right. And if you commute, if you go downtown, well, if you do things like that, like, like that, that's the perfect <laughs> bike for it. I mean, literally, it's a perfect bike it for It is. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. she's got no acetal. I mean, she's not a big girl. She's mm-hmm. a small person. So it, it looked like her sitting on it was like she should be the poster person on it. Like, she should be poster babe for mm-hmm. CBR 300 You can find a girl on six, but she'll saw for three. That's that's right. <laughs> she came in wanting six, and she saw what three looked like, and she said, I can take three. <laughs> I'm good with three. But it's yeah. the motion of the ride that matters. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it was cool because I kept showing her other stuff, and she was, High looking, rest. <laughs> yeah. she was looking at Merritt's old SV650, which is another good option if you're looking for a six or 650. And she was looking at that, and she was like, I really, she goes, you know, and, and she's sport bike curious. Like, she's been sport bike person. So when she saw the SV, she just jumped on it instantly. So she jumped on the SV, kind of made the vroom vroom sounds, then jumped <laughs> off of it and jumped on the CB300F, and she made the vroom vroom sounds there. And she ended up being like, I like the CB300F better. Did she test drive either of them? No, she didn't. She's been without an endorsement for a while, too long. <laughs> So we're going to uh, 
What on earth? Yes, yeah. <laughs> he's called all of us. Yep. Yeah. Did he call you? He's called me, yeah, twice. Oh, yeah, amazing. he's called me twice. Oh yeah, I got that stupid. <laughs> um, speaking of women and bikes, though. Yeah. So my wife, who is now a converted two wheel yeah, person, got a little her little metropolitan. Yeah. So for her uh, our anniversary, I bought her frog togs because yeah. she drives every day in the rain, right? Right. So she discovered rain and the fact that front brakes aren't great when you're no. getting puddles and stuff. No. But she didn't crash. Did she not crash? No. She Holy slid, shit. She slid and put her foot down and everything and used the thing and stuff. She, was it on the Metropolitan? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's fine. Yeah. 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 I've seen sex toys bigger than Metropolitan. Right. Right. Yeah. The thing is, yeah. you could walk around with a Metropolitan dangling out of your ass her, and totally she just be okay with it. She had her first big, like, she had her first big scooting lesson. I was yeah. so proud of her. And she was wearing her rain gear. She and I didn't. I drove my car that day, and she rode to work, and I felt like oh such God. an asshole. I was she like, jumped oh. you. Yeah, she jumped. Did me. she come back and be like, "How come you didn't tell me about the front brake in the rain thing?" Well, yeah, well, no, yeah. I, I, so it was your fault. Yeah, it was my fault. Yeah, I, that's yeah, it. Yeah. How come you didn't tell me about the front brake on white grass thing? <laughs> but she still Damn, this, son of a bitch. so because she bought it here. So yeah. Now she's been every day. She's still a commuter. She's still riding it. She still loves it. Mm-hmm. In fact, they offered her my buddy, and she was like, "No, I like my little." Metropolitan. You offered your wife your buddy. I did. How forward, <laughs> How forward thinking of you. Quite the progressive. Yeah. I offered my wife my buddy. Who's your buddy? And she said, I'm no. She said, I'm no. Your buddy. I'll take, I'll take <laughs> a Metropolitan <laughs> bus and take anybody on it. No. <laughs> so, uh, talking about another motorcycle that's finally going to product, uh, going into production. Oh, boy. Yeah. What? There's going to be a new motorcycle out next year. I promise. Really. I swear. Will we see it at the, this uh, time? The I'm anal. Not. <laughs> oh shit! It, it doesn't have a good name. Uh, it has a it has a lousy uh, name. No. Uh, because we would have no. to call it. Oh man, I don't know what it's called in its home country. Um, it would be the anal mash. <laughs> <laughs> because calling it the anal G400C sucks. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, the genuine scooter That's... company. Oh. They're finally, doing it. They're our finally, finally. wow! All I mean, right. it was a race between the, the the genuine scooter company G400C and the Piaggio Hybrid MP3. Oh. Those are like the two bikes oh, that we've geez. been hearing about for the longest yeah. period of time. Yet neither one has managed to make it out of vapor. I've checked that damn genuine website so yeah. many times, but it's never on there. It, well, either it's been actually gone to gone into production. Mm-hmm. Or they've planted a good vaporware kind of story out there. Okay. They planted a good story. Well, BMW electric scooters is a vaporware too. Exactly right. Yeah, the the, v, the BMW electric scooter, which I've had nine people in my shop tell me, "Well, I'm going to wait till that BMW electric scooter comes out, and I'm going to get one of those." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." The Harley too. <laughs> It'll be out in a month, I'm sure. I've, I've played. I've played. I've I've been troll guy on the internet lately, uh, and I made some really good memes about like the the Street Fighter on a scale weighing in at seven hundred ninety five pounds and just posting it, and people are like, uh, and I was like, what's the lightest Sportster? Well, I mean, because this is not going to weigh less than the Sportster, so there you have it. And, and but it, 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 I'm kind of being a dick because it's it's, really a, it's arguing about the color of unicorn horn exactly because it yeah, really yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point, it's it's just you, there's no reason to get even. But it's. And Emmy, Emmy and I got to check it out at the Menor store. 
and it it was a very nice nice and it did it, it was, um, <laughs> you know what the bad thing about it is it has it had a really big heavy stainless steel exhaust system corked up and it was very corked up and I tapped the side of the the stainless steel exhaust system because think about it an exhaust system that's made out of stainless steel well, that's kind of smart mm-hmm. right you know it's down where the the road grime and shit is and yeah. pretty smart to have a stainless steel exhaust system I tapped it and I realized it was that kind of like Chine Indian metal that like is like 304 it was like at least a quarter of an inch thick yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. 303 and a half that'll yeah. rust. 303 and yeah. a half, right, right. It'll actually rust. 304 <laughs> is fine, yeah. But it felt like the exhaust probably weighed 48 pounds for a single. On a 400-pound bike. On a 400-pound bike, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So the exhaust felt, let's just say, overbuilt. Yeah, It's always good <clears throat> that there's room for improvement. That's what we're saying. I think there's a lot of room for improvement engineered into this motorcycle. As the marketing department would say, but it's been it, tuned for the mid-range. But yeah. if it's as reliable as my new favorite motorcycle in the history of my owning motorcycles, the yeah. Buddy, right? It doesn't suck. Then. But they don't come from the same factory, though. <laughs> oh, so the problem oh, is the the six the the genuine four hundred C is made by Shine Ray. I thought you were going to say Stella. Oh no no no! <laughs> the Buddy's made by PGO. Stella is yeah. a very solid framed thing. The engine, we'll yeah, talk the Buddy's about PGO it. out of Taiwan, and yeah. it's earned its place in the world. Well, the Shine Ray has been sold in Europe and uh, France, like in, I'm sorry, in Europe and England for many many years now. Mm-hmm. And in fact, um, there are companies out there that just modify them, that just make them into like there's a whole range of dog names for like the mash bike there's like the mastiff and the you know the hellhound and the boxer and the doberman and the (laughs) chihuahua and whatever you know and these are all just different versions of the same chinese motorcycle the weimariner well they have some with knobby tires and they have some with wider knobby tires you know and they all subscribe to the same thing of like give it a fake brown leather seat and put knobbies on it and you know call it scrambler or whatever but the Pekingese. The Pekingese. <laughs> Has anybody registered the brownleatherseat.com? Yet? Brownleatherseat.com? Yeah. We should do that. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. I bet it's not what you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right. Here's a funny thing, though. Rule number 34 exists. I think I saw her in Florida last week, actually. <laughs> if you do a Google image search on G400C, yes. um, the fourth hit. Is Cleveland Moto Podcast number 108. Are you shitting me? <laughs> so we've been talking about this for a hundred podcasts. And we're not reliable. So for a hundred podcasts, we have been talking about this thing. And what's the date on that? It has to be it's, at uh, least 2015, ago. November 20th. 2015. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 400cc bikes. G400c, Ducati, 62. Oh, and it, it was a fireside chat. Profit. It was my a driveside chat. It was, it was a driveway chat. Yeah. Yeah. Cracklecast. Yeah. 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 Well, you know what? Yeah. Well, the season is going to be there. We're going to oh, get. Yeah. We have not yeah. yet entered pumpkin spice season. What, oh, we're, it's right around the there's, corner. There's white girls trembling. Right and you're now. welcoming Luke 
Oh, we welcome Luke. Yeah. yeah, welcome Luke Sparky Moto. Yeah, I remember <laughs> for, that. Podcast. For a minute, I was thinking yeah. we should have a swimming pool okay. cast. In my swimming pool, pool cast. In my little swimming pool. Just bob around at beers and drink it. Oh yeah, that's, that's not a bad idea. idea. That's not a bad idea. Do that. I don't oh, think it's a bad idea. If we can get a twenty-five foot USB cable, we can pull that thing right in the middle of it. Clothing optional. Yeah, so much meat in the pool. It's ridiculous. I've seen that at Mid Ohio. You gotta do that. You gotta do that right before you drain the pool. Yeah. Here's the oh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm suggesting it. If you have the normal like two or three inches before it overflows, you're gonna have to drain that by oh, three yeah. inches. Yeah. Yeah. You do that in drought conditions only. Water the grass. I promise if that really becomes a reality, I'll take the safety net off of the trampoline. Yes. And we can bomb from the trampoline yes. into, the into the pool. I'm in. Let's go. Oh. Yes. Yeah. I'm there. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Let me first get my camera set up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've, I've seen that on uh, YouTube or, or you know, you know. Pete will be standing by for two before it's <laughs> tape for yeah. leg, spr- leg splints. Yeah. All the leg splints. Can you, you have can a squad handle. just jumping out, the the tree, out of the tree, out of the tree, on the trampoline? I have a trampoline. I have that second floor, like out the bathroom, and there's a little like porch area you can. Double double layout Sukahari. Double layout. <laughs> yeah, triple Lindy. <laughs> triple Lindy on this thing. We'll just lay a two by a plank of wood from up on the second floor of the house into the pool. You can do it. No, nice. it seems like a horrible idea. You can do a second one. You got to go to the bathroom. You just jump off the plank. Perfect. <laughs> up the stairs, go to the bathroom, slide down the plank. None of these people leave the pool to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes not even for number two. Oh. <laughs> They just let it filter through the liner in their suit. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's what's for, right? The brown cloud. Yeah. That's it. I'll bring some. I'll bring some. I'll bring some. I don't know why filter. there's treated right there. Yeah. Yeah. You want this jug of blue stuff yeah. you just pour in? Yeah. Oh, come out blue. Yes, yeah. here now. They'll be clean. You took a swim in a porta pot. Oh, my God. No. All right, on to business. Uh, uh, DGR, contact your local DGR, participate. Remember, uh, there's a lot of fucking confusion about DVR, DGR, and I think what's happened is DGR has left the realm of the true enthusiast and gotten in the way of people. So, things. According to DGR, you must ride a vintage or vintage-inspired motorcycle. Or scooter. Exactly. Well, and they I think do all say, dirt bikes are vintage inspired, so well, I'm safe. Yeah. And they do say, and they do say <laughs> metal scooter. They do go to the trouble of saying metal scooter. Hold on. I'm going to what just fur. Just write what about Scootbaka? And that, that is a metal scooter. Is by that the way. real fur? Oh, I have my own. Is it? <laughs> it's real fur. It doesn't blow up. <laughs> so here's what I'm going to tell you. The way I interpret the rule, and I happen to be the one organizing our little fucking shindig, is. <clears throat> Vintage inspired. Well, a Harley Davidson Road King is nothing more than a modernized FLH that goes back to when. I mean, when did they start making? I mean, the WLA. You know, yeah. these are all just inspired. I mean, what about the rider the too? Company what, that builds your motorcycle was in business before 1990, maybe 1985. Right. You're good. 
How about don't be a dude? Well, what about so no zeros. <laughs> Great. All right, oh, next. But, but what about this? <laughs> what about if? Well, we'll make a special exception, <laughs> man, the, for. What about the rider being yeah. vintagely inspired? Well, so, yeah. like, even if you're on a buddy or something, but you're rocking a zoot suit. The way that I. The way that I. Or ruckus. I'm going to show up on my ruckus. The way that I hope that we all do this is the idea is to have a spectacle. The idea is to make a thing, to make a scene, to make people look. And so if you're the more... If somebody shows up in a chicken suit yeah. on a fucking crotch rocket, are they going to be told that they can't ride in the ride? Not if they have a mustache sticker on their chicken suit. I would have them lead the ride. Right. Also, I here's, a a tip. Griffin suit. here's a right. tip for not Ooh. pissing people off. So last week I was on a pretty good ride on, on Saturday. Yes. And... There was a Harley group, well, unbeknownst to us, we came up to an intersection. There yeah. was a Harley group that ran blockers. Yeah. Okay? And the Harley group was like 27,000 people. It right. was like 57 minutes long right. of DOT-approved headbands and mm-hmm. the whole nine. Yeah. But the blocker group, instead of being like, hey, thanks for waiting for right. us, just gave everybody the finger for really? 25 minutes. Nice. So, oh, it was great. Huh. And so they were being, you know, all the rings, they had skull yeah. rings everywhere, yeah. and you can see them glistening from the sun and yeah. everything. But they all gave us the finger. Really? And so we, me and my buddy that were riding, we were like, you know, 180 degrees to them, like right. trying to go across. Yeah. And everybody was just getting disgusted by it. Sure. So yeah. We can assure the fact that the the the, the distinguished gentleman ride, ride yeah. will not have that aspect to it. For the distinguished gentleman's ride, as we tell anybody who wants to help us with safety, right, in the DGR ride, and talk to the people who run your DGR ride. Our rule is very simple. If, for any reason, we need to interact with traffic, the rule is to smile and wave. Right. Smile and wave. Right. Yep. Smile and Be wave. pleasant. Be pleasant. Hey, guys, we're having fun we're here. We're going to be out I'm of your way sorry. in two, yeah. three yeah. minutes. Yep. Ride right. dapper. Right. Ride right. dapper, yeah. motherfucker. Right. Ride dapper. Right. You know? And don't be afraid to crease a bitch. She wants to try and run you over in traffic. Because, <laughs> you know, it, if somebody wants to, you know, and we do it every year, I and I, I won't take every year. Off you. <laughs> right. I, don't make me take my bobby helmet off. <laughs> you will see nothing but a high-visibility jacket coming at you in a hurry. Yeah. And, so I have yeah. a question. So if you've been into a DGR before and you've registered before, yeah. does that... Registration number applies. No, or is, it it, is it a new registration? Re-register. Re-register. All it does is it gets your. You will be bothered by them right. through email. Right. Oh, so here's an important so thing. Re- redo the whole. You may notice that you. You don't know where the DGR ride starts in your town. You don't know where it ends. You don't know where it's going. You, don't know enough about the DGR ride. I'm going to tell you why you don't know. <laughs> you didn't register. Yep. Mm-hmm. When you register, it will ask you in which city you wish to participate. You will click on the name of the city, and if you don't have a city that's a city in which you want to participate, you can create a ride. But or you can join one that's already there. Very cool. Now, if you are waiting for somebody to put up on Facebook the ride location, the ride details, where it's meeting, where it's leaving, where it's going. If you're waiting for that on Snapchat or Instagram or Grinder or wherever you hang out, <laughs> it ain't going to be there. It ain't going to be there. Because one, DGR doesn't want it to be there. They don't want people who haven't taken the time to register showing up not knowing the rules. They want everybody participating in the event to at least have had the rules put in front of them so they could lie and say they read it. Okay. <laughs> That's the rules. So, 
if you're waiting for somebody to hold your dick for you and I, walk you through I, the process. I, I'll go there, yeah. All hands went up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. On, on, on grinder. Yeah. If you're waiting for the It's all reaching over to the left. Swipe. Just saying. Swipe left. Just saying. I got some. It's called the Dutch rudder. <laughs> Get out there and register and make a donation. Register. Yeah. Make a donation. I'm Whatever. a skin flint, and I know right. the route because yeah. I helped ride it, but I still went ahead and I registered right. and I made a donation. And now, because you registered, you know the route. Yep. You have the you have the Google document, you have the Google map that you can download and put your phone and through your you know Bluetooth communication teleconferencing device, <laughs> you can have a little thing and telling you turn left now or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you'll know the route because Will it be Mr. T's voice? It could be. I don't know what kind of route you got going on. Beautiful does turn left right well, now. It has to be vintage, so it's gonna be in Morse code. It could be. It could be. <laughs> Look, man, how you fuck a cat is entirely up to you. I don't get involved. But what we hope is that you'll register and you'll participate in the thing. Now, here's a tip, a pro tip about DGR. The less retro your bike is, the more dapper you should be. 100%. Yes. So if your bike is less than dapper, you should be making up for it. Dustin wore a fucking tuxedo. Mm-hmm. Multiple years. Exactly. It's hard to out-dapper the tuxedo. <laughs> tuxedo usually wins. Top yeah, hat, yeah, pretty good. Like the, 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 the baby blue, the ruffled, baby. ruffled shirt, Ooh, Ooh, something damn. from like the 1970s. Yeah. Yeah. The baby yeah, blue the tuxedo. White belt, white shoes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like the dumb and dumber. Like yes. the, uh, the orange and blue suit. Baby yeah. blue. Yeah. If you go in the opposite yeah. direction and you like... You actually wear like gold body paint and a thong. Yeah. yeah. Is that dapper? To do somebody? It. It's do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Once again, how you fuck that cat is entirely up to you. Right. Okay. Right? Okay. Uh, that is not my. I am not in charge of that operation. Just asking but, for a friend. Yeah. Just, just, just <laughs> in front of a friend from Grinder. I guess the. I guess the deal is, if you do show up in the event, nobody's going to tell you to ride in the back. Right. But here's another thing: is remember last year there was a fellow there with a BMW Isetta. That is not a motorcycle. Oh, well, in England, it's considered a motorcycle. Uh, no, this one had four wheels. Okay, this one has four wheels. It's cool as fuck, though. It is cool as fuck, but it did create a problem. Okay. Because he was moving at the speed of a BMW Isetta. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which meant that all the ruckuses. <laughs> Got us round him as fast as possible, right? I mean, the OEM ruckuses, the stock ruckuses were like, will this fucking guy get out of my way? way. I mean, this thing was slow for days. The Metropolitan was like, would you fucking speed up? So, yeah. Don't show up with your antique car. Well, there you are can, antique cars. Stay at the back and let everybody, you know. Stay right. back, exactly. Stay yeah. in the rear with the gear. It's inclusive, right. but yeah. also um, use your head. Right, use your right. fucking head. Right. Don't try to be like, why are these guys cutting me out of an intersection? Like, I've you know, I've heard in the past on these events, people are like, well, you know, these people clearly don't know how to ride in a group. Well, okay, Johnny Group Rider, you ride in a group all the time. Lend your expertise to the operation right. and maybe volunteer to be a traffic a blocker. Block. Well, we don't block. <clears throat> no. Uh, assistant. An assistant. Facilitator. Yeah. A facilitator. Yeah. An expediter, if you will. And don't use the middle right. finger. Right. That's probably we don't ever. We would organizer. never. We would never, ever block <laughs> traffic. I like But if you have to stop and check your shoelace or something, 
the red light for the other direction might be a good time to do it. You know, and while you're there, wave at the nice people and do your thing. The only thing about that is you have to stop at this intersection to check mm -hmm. your shoelace. Right. Let everybody go. Ahead. Well, because you don't want to, you don't want to bust into that line. Yeah, yeah, you're there. You're yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm flying down the yellow line. Yeah. At one point, I was getting intersection to intersection. Oh yeah, we I were doing very the back well. yeah. and get to the next intersection yeah. as the first. I was like, wow. <clears throat> That was the KLR year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the vintage-inspired KLR? Yes. <laughs> well, the vintage-inspired vintage. KLR. Military retro. Once again, if there's a version of your motorcycle that can be considered a historical vehicle... And I know KLRs can be. Bring it. Bring it. Yeah. So every Suzuki quality. So, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, like I said, that, our yeah, special the company guy. started sometime before 1990. Right, you're safe. That shit's a historical vehicle. I have a question for our special guest. Yeah. Was it worth your drive down to hang out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm a, what, you're a grad student, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right now. We do the same student. thing anyways. It was this or, <laughs> it was this or sexually interfere with some young lady. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, yeah. They're not, they're not allowed to call it dating. You can't be that no. presumptuous. I mean, not, that, you know. Today's terms. I mean. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm not an athlete, so. I'm not in the program for that. Those girls are safe. Oh, man. More pretty when you get back to school. I, think, yeah. <laughs> I don't hang out with any athletes. We've yes, alienated all of them now. That's great. I went on a date with them, and he did my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody should remember to ride fast and take chances. Ba 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 